Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the WrestlePurist Podcast, episode 77, uh, hosted by myself, Manny the Hooper, Joe Hulbert, and we've got a special got a special guest today. Uh, it's people who have watched our podcast, but, you know, not everyone, the regular people that watch the, po- the podcast, they've probably seen Phil's face once or twice, but it's always good to have him, definitely a special guest. But yeah, man, this is the fourth of the day. I'll start with you, Phil, how are you doing? I'm good. Um... Thanks for having me. I was just uh, telling you guys before I hopped on, it's uh, kind of a weird, hectic day, but cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a, there's been some movements going on, you know. But, uh, you know, this is what happens in the wrestling world. There's always stuff going on, you know. Um, Manny, how are you doing today? It's a good day for you, you know. Yeah, man, I'm still buzzing <laughs> from last night, man. I thought, I thought I was about to pack up Tony, man. I was like... But Tony still had his fastball, and he, he kept me around. <laughs> well, hold on. How <laughs> was he going to pack up Tony? He was going to quit, man. He was done. I know. I, th- I thought I was done watching that in my life. I was, I was going like, to be like, hey, man, and watch that late at night. But he kept me around. He so. <laughs> he pulled and then Buzz, I'm, still, I'm still buzzing from Jimmy Brothers also game tying uh, bucket last night. He's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, I have to mention that. I wouldn't watch Dynamite Live. I returned to my phone, and the first thing I saw was a message from Manny that said, you okay? And I was like, what? <laughs> I thought I'd been, like, kicked off WrestlePurist or something. I was like, what? what happened? And then I saw it was because Roddy Strong died. <laughs> I was like, fair. I mean, good question, I guess. I don't know. You, thought, you, thought, heart, you, yeah, you <laughs> thought you dropped in the living room, you know? It would have been a... <laughs> I appreciate it, nonetheless. <laughs> I'll respect you. I'll respect you. Uh, Joe, you know, how, how are you doing other than the great news that you've received lately? Yeah, it's tremendous, mate. Great to be here. Uh, always great to share the screen with Phil. You know, I, I often talk about how I'm the, uh, the grizzled veteran around here at WrestlePurious. I'm so grizzled that I saw, I was on the show when like Grapsy was announced, right? For we did that draft show. Remember that like that deal we did where we did like you guys against us? Um, and I see, you know, Oh, there I was in the mid card. I see them come onto the show. I said, these, these fellas can go. And next one, I looked up and they're in the main event. I said, fuck, you know, <laughs> flew by. And I uh, always also to be honest with Phil. And uh, it's going to be a good time today. We've got a lot to talk about. It's ain't very triumphant to celebrate in particular. So, good time. Yeah, there's, there's some good announcements and stuff last night. Yeah, and, uh, yeah man. Uh, let's, let's just start with Dynamite, you know, because it wasn't really like any. The new the news for the show and stuff has all came from Dynamite anyway, so mm-hmm. might as well just dive straight in. But of course, first things first, people, please like, subscribe, send super chats if you're feeling generous. We always appreciate them. Um, we've got one that's just came up right now. Hater Blade, 50 of a currency I'm not too sure about. <laughs> I always get this wrong. I should probably look it up because the Hater Blade like definitely Donkey Kong bucks? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. Uh, I haven't even got like a good guess. Like I think I know which one the rupees one is, but this one uh, I don't know. But anyway, Hater Blade fifty, whatever it is, we appreciate them very much. Um, no, this is sudden. Who do you who do you guys think should win the Owen Hart tournament? Um, I've seen a couple of people kind of make suggestions like immediately after it got announced, like all the plans for it on the timeline. One that did interest me was Jay White. Um, when does the tournament start? Uh, double or nothing, I believe. Uh, that's, the, that's the opening ceremony, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. 
Then all the matches are going to be in Canada. And then the final is July 17 in Calgary, I believe it was. I so, would um, say, the ins- my, this is just purely instinct and I'm biased. I'm just talking about people I'm a fan of. But I, I would like to see Willow win the woman's own. And I would like to see uh, Daniel Garcia win the I thought, you, I thought you were going to say Rod Strong. No, no, I'm not. I wasn't going that far. I mean, I just, <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Fresh faces. I think Garcia would be hilarious in the ceremony receiving his trophy too, especially alongside Willow. Yeah, and, 100%. Uh, no, but there, there'd be two that would pop me. But I mean, there's a lot of great options on that roster. Manny, you got any uh, people you'd like to see or any predictions of who you think will win it? Roderick Strong. No, I, I already <laughs> eliminated all the Mexicans from winning, the Luchadors from winning. They never make it far in these tournaments. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Jay White in there for the women. Uh, Willow too. For Willow, Phil, who are you feeling? Uh, my kind of way eyeball pick that's not gonna happen, but I want it to happen is Lee Moriarty mm-hmm. on the men's side. Mm-hmm. And just because I want them to do something with him, and I want him to have yeah. like this year that. Garcia had or Yuta had, and he just had that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think uh, Jay White makes a lot more sense though, as like a realistic pick. Um, I don't know when Layla's back, but if Layla comes back, I would think that's a good way to heat her up. Give her that. What was her injury again? Was it off? Was it a knee? Was it torn ACL? Yeah, it's yeah. those knees, man. You know, when, when are we gonna figure this out, Joe? You know. Figure it heard out. You've got some, heard you've got some doctors working on it, you I'm know. A, I don't rest when I can barely walk, so I'm not the person I'm going to figure out any injuries. <laughs> yeah, you, you know how to stand in those wrestling show queues and, you know. <laughs> do not you, go there. I'm saying <laughs> Clearly, I do not know how to do that. <laughs> you know how to survive out here, you know. Um, but yeah, own heart tournament. Uh, women's side, who would I like to say? Uh, Willow would be really cool. But I feel like her big, her big one will be the Ring of Honor women's title. You know when she eventually gets her hands on that, because I think that's kind of like a sure thing. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. There's not really, to be honest, for men and women, like Jay White kind of caught my attention when I saw it on the timeline. But there isn't really in either tournament someone that like immediately jumped off the page for me. Mm. You know, there's like there's there's definitely a lot of names that people could suggest that I'd go with. You know. Mm-hmm. The roster's pretty bunched together, right? There's a lot of guys exactly. who are on a similar level. So mm-hmm. in that sense, it's more interesting who they're going to pick because we can make arguments for like 10 different guys and girls. So it's just, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the main question is, I, I'm pretty confident on this based on the announcement we got this week. I think they're going to try and give the tournament a little more pomp and circumstance yeah, this year. 100%. Yeah. Um, and then it becomes a matter of what is the tournament's core identity? You know, a couple of us named younger guys, right? And like kind of, that could kind of slowly become what the tournament represents or it could be an all-star lineup. Last year, it was kind of in the middle, I thought. Yeah. Um, so we'll see kind of which way they lean on that front this year. Yeah, 100%. And that's kind of like what I wanted to get into. And since we're talking about the Owen thing, because of the Super Chat, we might as well just kind of talk about it. There's like the yes. whole, you know, we'll get into the whole subject of it now. But, you pointed out, though, because of the announcements that Tony made and what those announcements happen to be, it definitely seems like they're going to make more of a... I don't want to say they didn't make an effort last year because they absolutely right. did, you know, but more of an effort to make it more distinct and unique and make it feel more, 
you know, unique and, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like, I remember like me, you and Ibuja, look, we was like, oh, we hope the ropes are a different colour and the mats are different colour and, and the lights <laughs> are different and it feels just different and it isn't just, you know, Owen Hart tournament graphic and then the matches just happen on Dynamite. Yeah. And unfortunately, it definitely felt like the latter where it was just Dynamite matches with the Owen Hart tournament graphic and obviously there was the pay-per-view matches and... um you know, obviously the stuff with Martha was very nice to see, always is, you know. But um, in terms of, like, the field, it did feel like there was quite a lot of stuff left on the table, it would be fair mm-hmm. to say. Um, I also didn't like the... I didn't like the way the final matches were kind of just, like... They were, like, that little just chunk of double or nothing in the middle. Like it didn't have... Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a particularly... I mean, again, the Martha stuff was fabulous, but it just... It didn't feel particularly prestigious. Um, ideally, and I know this is hard to do and people are going to have to lose, but... Ideally, you would have like one of those brackets that makes everyone say, "Wow," you know. Like, and my yeah. pick was Garcia, but I mean, I mean, even beyond. I mean, there's some the, the high end talent in AEW is, is outrageous. Ridiculous, and, yeah. yeah. You could produce an incredible tournament. We'll see. Hundred percent, Phil. Um, what did you feel about overall about like how they done the tournament last year, and what would you be hoping to see different this year with this go of it? Um. I enjoyed the matches themselves, but the tournament mm-hmm. was kind of a mixed bag with just how they executed it and presented it. Um, I thought the whole belts idea was weird. Um, why not just yeah. do a cup? I, I didn't really understand the belts thing. So hopefully those belts are not coming back because I don't get the hopefully. purpose of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. And the women's final was just so odd to me. It just seemed like the entire time they were building up ruby and then they were like nope we're just gonna do britain at all <laughs> yeah, they've done together. the couple thing yeah <laughs> and i was just like oh okay great um glad that we did all of that um yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah I, other than that the matches themselves were good um i don't know i hope that this year that it's a it, at least afterwards whoever wins it it seems like it means something and they get like a push or something out of it I think mm-hmm. that was the weird thing with Brit winning too. It's like, well, Brit is Brit. She doesn't yeah. really need this win. Like, it doesn't really do anything for her. And not to say that everybody that gets it should be like, you know, a new, you know, budding star or something. But at that period when Brit won it, it was like, well, what does this really do for her? Right. I think ideally it should feel. It would be nice if the tournament win felt like a career moment for the guy who gets it, the woman who gets it. Like that. I think that's that goes a long way to helping the the tournament really feels special. I'm with you. Like, you know, in terms of Brit, she had dropped the belt, what, two months before that. Right. So it was kind of like, it, it didn't have much, pack much of a punch in that regard. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of talent yeah. who would benefit from what we're describing. Right. And it goes without saying, there's a lot of guys we can name, especially they would be like, it would be a career moment for them. And yeah, it'd be 100%. intriguing to see if they pick one of those. I love how they're doing it in Calgary as well. You know, yeah, uh, the, fi- the final, then just like just doing the tournament in uh, in Canada. Like, I think that will absolutely help, like, give it a different feel because, like, the crowd's uh, investment in it will probably be like, I'm sure, I'm sure the crowd was like hot for it because they're always kind of our AW crowd, except for like certain cities, you know, that we've seen of late. But you know, uh, I'd like, you'd like to think that the Canadian crowds will be even more fired up for the Owen Hart tournament, you know, and when the matches oh, come man. on. And, I just thought about it. If you want to go story wise, story wise for this, mm-hmm. um, the guy that makes the most sense to heal it up and win this tournament is Brian, because Brian oh, winning yeah. in Canada and getting booed out the building while he says your favorite wrestler is an amateur, and I'm going to show you real wrestling winning this cup. 
I'm all yeah, for that. Yeah, that would be good shit. Yeah, that would be good shit. Hundred percent. They were gonna say Jeff Jarrett. To be fair, to be fair, Phil Salt was storyline wise and would get a lot of heat, so I do get it. I understand, but I think I think <laughs> storyline wise, you go cherry. <laughs> <laughs> the the no. suggestion was probably a little better than Jeff in the end. Yeah, just just a, a bit, man. A but uh, Manny, what are you hoping to see from the Owen Hart tournament? Because you was just mentioning how uh, how Mexicans luchas don't make it very far in these tournaments. So, are you hoping to see someone like Bandido or Phoenix make it to the final, or you know, what are you hoping to see? Uh, I would hope so, but I don't know. I, we haven't seen besides the Lucha Bros win anything in AEW, so it is what it is. I hope we get a huge trophy. Like I keep telling Joe, like I want to see like an All Japan trophy in AEW for streamers. <laughs> I want I want AEW to stay away from colored ropes because when they, when AEW had colored ropes, the shows sucked. So go, like you know, keep them with the black ropes. <laughs> How did, when did you figure this out? <laughs> this connection is incredible, man. Um, <laughs> How do you come up with these things? It's a thing. That's a talking point today. It's the colored yeah, ropes. It's a blind. I didn't, I didn't realize it today. Like Tyler since to some other wrestling shows talking about the. They call it ropes, and I put the two together. I said, God damn, they're right. I didn't put the two together until they <laughs> So now I'm on that point. Um, I'm just glad they're making a big deal about it, the opening ceremony and all that. That's pretty cool. I just hope that we see, like, a lot of international wrestlers, and I think we might see some New Japan names since it, some of the matches are going to be at Forbidden Door anyway. So yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. Oh, oh, the final is at Forbidden Door then? No, no, no. Uh, no some one of the, of the matches will be. Might yeah, some one. of the opening matches, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that the announcements were that the ceremonies is at double and nothing. Uh, the matches will all take place in Canada, including matches at Forbidden Door, and then the final will be in Calgary, July 17th. So that's what we're working with it sounds good man it does sound good and yeah. like we we're saying it does seem like there is an effort to make it more you know distinctive and just feel more special you know that's kind and of need, uh and we need streamers and we need streamers and we need a trophy ditch the belts get the hashtag going um you know <laughs> i, <guess laughs> I mean, really am not trying to see those but i'm yeah. happy phil brought it up because i'm not trying to see those belts again yeah. honestly no we need to give uh, Roger Strong the Kyle Riley push this year. So listen, I'm with it, bro. I'd be with that. Let him go along <laughs> with Free Phoenix. Keep the tradition alive. Just let him have the uh, the, the what was it? the the Kyle Riley push a lot. I like that. Uh, I like the phrasing. You know, right. <laughs> like a little. It's like a two like a two month run of just yeah. like bangers, and then you cooked. You know, <laughs> right. no, everybody just says it didn't make sense, but. Man, that was some real grass, man. And you see, you see Kyle walk away to the sunshine with that Moxley match. You never see him again. Man, that's just beautiful. Come on, man. Get Kyle back on our TV as soon as possible, man. Hopefully, man. Get well soon, Kyle. Absolutely. 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 See, see Bobby Fish has been doing tweets, you know. Oh, no. (laughs) He wants to get the band back together. He wants to get the band back together. You want to tweet, Joe? Shoot, I shouldn't forget the names. Radicals. Ready? That, that was like the Benoit, Malenko. That was a group. Wasn't tweeted it, yeah? that, yeah. Yeah, he tweeted the picture, you know. <laughs> some, some folks. He don't give a shit, man. Bobby Fish don't. I'm telling you. Is, is, is he contracted or is he just per appearance where he's at? He's, he's free. Yeah, he was wrestling. Uh, 
He had a match with Osprey here in England a week ago, which was I'm told was interesting. I think he only did a couple of dates with Impact, I believe. Right. Which obviously gave us well one of the great promos in, in modern times. <laughs> um so yeah, I mean that'll be that'll be very, very interesting. We'll have to we'll have to let it play out on the Bobby Wait, Fish front. You seen that um Go on, Manny. Go on. Honestly, I don't know how that radicalist picture works. Like, it makes sense because it seems like Kyle, Roddy, and Cole seem happy in AEW. Bobby Fish is the one that didn't want to be there. So, I don't think you put that much thought into it based on the fact that he yeah, posted a photo with Chris Benoit in it, man. <laughs> I think it was just, yeah. uh, just a four man group. You know, I don't think he really. Yeah, probably not. You know, um, no. I was going to say, yeah, Bobby Fish, man, he's a. Uh... Interesting fella, you know. I doubt, I doubt, I doubt, I doubt Tony's tempted after that last time. You know? no, <laughs> he's one of the hottest free agents, right? Bro, did you see? Um, you know, you know the great promo you just referenced, Joe. Yeah. You seen that? That's got like a nine on cage match. Yeah, it's, just like... it's one of the only promos I remember from the last decade. You, know? <laughs> you got that alongside Eddie Kingston's debut. Um, Called around my neck, CM Punk in Chicago. They're like the big three, right? Of modern and, uh, bully rays in the no, 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 absolutely <laughs> not. Bro, that's that CM Punk promo in Chicago. Like it, it made me feel oh, like felt like Phil Lindsay for a few minutes. You know, proper Chicago man. You know, <laughs> I was like, yeah, Chicago. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, no. I, I've I've still heard people that are like, man, the build to that match was shit. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> That yeah. promo was something else. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, man. Ace Steel. Fucking, you know. He'll be remembered man. for other things, you know. But I, I'm telling you, he created I, some magic that he I listened to that promo the other day when I was at work and I didn't know if I can make it through it. I just I put that promo on and I said, I can fucking do it, bro. I can get through this. <laughs> Four more hours to go. Yeah, fire you up, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, we've got a few more super chats of, uh, before we move on. Uh, Darren KG499, appreciate you very much. Um, he says, I'm finally getting Elite versus Undisputed Era. All is right in the world. We'll see, man, because people have, Lord knows, people have been fantasy booking that one for a very long time. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, any of you guys excited to see that one? Um, I mean, if we're getting the hottest free agent in wrestling, Bobby Fish, back in to make it happen. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Uh, well, speaking of hottest free agents, is there any chance that Mercedes is in this tournament? I just thought about that. That could be something, couldn't it? That'd be quite that'd the attraction. Be, well, yeah, that'd, that'd get me going. You know? That'd be cool. Um, in terms of the Undisputed Era, I must admit, I always forget. I don't mean this is a knock. I get why people know him this way. I always forget that's what people know Roddy for. Like, I'm like, really excited. Uh, Roddy's one of my favorite wrestlers ever, and I'm delighted he's in AEW. But, like, when I see, like, oh man, the band's back to you, I'm like, sure honestly, yeah, no, honestly, saying it wasn't the first thing that jumped to my mind, even, even though he was literally saving Adam Cole. I was just right, like, exactly. Roddy, you know, be clear, <laughs> this Darren's chat here is the normal response. I'm the weird one here, but it just it always is jarring to me. But no, I mean, him and Roddy and O'Reilly was an incredible team when Bobby was hurt, and I'm not. I actually have no issue with Bobby Fish, but genuinely, go back and watch those matches. The best tag matches of the Undisputed Era era was when Roddy and Kyle were the team. Um, so if you just do them three versus, you know, the core of the elite, I mean, that match would be outstanding. So, yeah, so I'm for it completely. Yeah, man. Wrestle uh, Purist for Victor Romano. Don't know why the football journalist is in here, but he says, Phil Lindsay to Wrestle Purist. Should I tweet, here we go. I don't think we're there, you know. Phil's always been around <laughs> to do a guest spot, but you know, 
Uh, who else we got? Uh, Custodian, Brian Pillman Jr., 4.99. Appreciate you very much. Me versus Switchblade Finals. I got my go to sweep. <laughs> I win. Crowd goes crazy. They start chanting Custodian, Custodian. Perfect. Did you guys see his promo, Pillman Jr.? He, he did a promo with what? Brock Anderson on the Did you see it? <laughs> oh, I've on, not bro. seen it, though. No. Brock Anderson cut a good, a very much an Anderson promo. And I was like, <laughs> I swear, I'm not. He, he did a good promo. Oh, God, he had, he had his nice jacket on. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm into this team. I said, I said, I'm into this team. And then Brian Billman <laughs> started, started talking about something. And I said, fuck this team. I don't want to be to do with these people. It was, yeah, he's something else, man. Bless him. Sounds like an interesting minute also of television. I've got it to really see. was. It was Someone genuinely said a minute. Yeah. Um, good yeah. stuff, man. Brock Anderson. I'd love for him to be great one day. He's you getting know. there, brother. Let me tell you, you wrestled Brian Cage at about midnight last night. There was about 200 people <laughs> left in the building. I heard great things. He's turning the corner. Let him, let him figure you it out. You say this about him. everyone. He's figuring it out. <laughs> He's figuring it out, folks. Give him time. We'll He's an Anderson. That. True, that. True. Uh, Comedy Critical, $5. Appreciate it very much. Put Moriarty with Hobbs and Stokes or with Roosh. Um, I mean, Hobbs and Stokes. That would be, you know, that would be a cool trio, you know. Stokely, Hobbs, Moriarty. I'd definitely love to see something like that. An AW collision, you know. Uh, <laughs> But with Roosh is an interesting one. I mean, Manny, Manny, you're the big Roosh guy. What do you think of Moriarty and Roosh in the oh, LFO weird. together? Yeah, it just sound a bit weird. He's currently with Perro and Pellegrino. Oh, no, so, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> True. Moriarty does wear a lucha mask. You know, he can fit right in. I mean. Manny, do you remember when we were watching Dynamite? The last time we did it together and you you decided that Preston Vance was actually a luchador. <laughs> you remember that? You officially yeah. titled him as such. <laughs> Tremendous. Uh, and then I instantly regret it because he's like, man, you, you can't be getting outworked by a dualistic bro out there, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, He was a shitter for a minute and he's over here improving and then, you know, you got, you got Preston Vance over here like fucking doing nothing. I mean, Doing a bunch of nothing. Oh man. Uh Brew with 499. Appreciate you very much. If you want to raise the stock on someone, Sky Blue should win the Owen Cup. People like Sky Blue, man. People are into her. Um that might be. Well, I guess if you want to catapult someone, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, but uh, if you're gonna do that, yeah. you have to give her some kind of like actual push afterwards. You can't just be like, All right, this this big career win and then she like disappears from TV. I like yeah. Sky. I think she's come a long way since she got on their TV, but I think this would be a, a little soon, I think. Yeah. I think kind of get her in um because she's in like the TV cycle right now, but to Phil's point, only when they need someone to lose, right? And it's like it would catapult her, but it might be you might be trying to throw her too far up the card with that. Like it might be mm-hmm. better to be more gradual with that. But she's getting there, like genuinely. I know I just did the bit with Brock, but her improvement <laughs> has been noticeable on AWTV, like legitimately, right? Like, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, I also do want to add. Uh, I also hope that the the people that win the Owen at least get a world title match or they get something. Cause I don't think they got that last time. They just got the stupid ass belts. So <laughs> stupid ass belts. <laughs> 
Nah, why why would you want the world title when you can wear this pink belt? <laughs> well, yeah. I think they realized how ridiculous they were and they just stopped showing them. So I mean, it's a plus. Yeah. yeah they just... so when when they got presented, even people were like, "Are they gonna wear them every week? Or what's going on here?" You know, like he was a uh, yeah, again, a very uh, baffling time for a few people. Uh, Darren Walker, five pounds. Appreciate it very much. Jeff Jarrett got to win. Owen Hart. Jeff Harrett's got fuck me. Jeff Jarrett's got to win the Owen Hart tournament. Got to push your fresh young talent like him. I still yeah. got it wrong, but I got the message across. You know. Good. <laughs> but uh, I don't know about all that, Darren. Uh, Jeff Jarrett. You know, he's not. Uh, he's not the most. Uh, you gotta be careful kicking, with this you know? uh, this Jarrett thing. They gotta be careful. Listen, Darren, don't care, bro. If it's Jeff Jarrett or Nick Aldis, <laughs> they gotta win. You know. Well, <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't say nothing about Nick Aldis, and we didn't talk about that another time, Darren. But I mean, you know, I'm I'm getting a little bit cautious <laughs> with this Jarrett thing. You know, get a little cautious. Nick, we'll see. Nick is, Nick Aldis gave me one of the most legit belly laughs. It's something that wasn't that funny this week of him responding to Macklin. Oh, putting up this awesome. picture of him in the RB and he's just like, oh, that's cool. I, I, wrestled, I was wrestling Stink at the time. I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. wait a minute. All right. I, I had like, to screenshot uh, it just in case he deleted it. I had, to, I had to make sure I kept that one. Much like the other 2 million people that tuned into Impact last week, I, I, you know, I watched it for Aldis's promo and he, and he was doing his Aldis act and he goes, you know, that Impact <laughs> belt, that is the symbol of excellence in our sport. I said, well, Nick, look, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm on board, Nick. I am a, I'm a fan. I'm on the team, brother. But we've got to be careful here. Symbol of excellence is a little much, you know. It's a symbol. <laughs> it's a symbol. So you don't have to pretend. Just say it's yeah. a symbol. Listen, it's a bro, symbol. It's, 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 symbol it's what Nick Aldis does, bro. He, he builds I, prestige, I, you know. I respect it. You got to look. If you're not taking it seriously, how can I? Is the genuine take, right? But mm-hmm. um, it did make me laugh that he just immediately changed. Like, he took his whole act, just switched NWA for Impact, and did the exact same promo. You know, that's real grabs. That's, that's that's just him, bro. Yeah, that's him, bro. Yep. Um, well, you know, if you never mind, we can just move on. Uh, trust the process. 34. Oh, shit, I clicked on it. Trust the process. 34. 999. Appreciate you very much. SRS is reporting AW is working to fix the problem of Hot Axe disappearing after gaining momentum, and we'll hear about it soon. Do you think this is just a collision announcement or something else? I'm 99.999% sure it's something else. Um, yeah. How about you guys? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's always movement internally, right? So I, I'm sure we'll, we'll hear something on that front soon enough. Same. Um, I have an idea of what it is. I don't think it's the collision thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the collision announcement is surely coming soon, but I don't think it will yeah. be. I mean, that I will be a factor, right? To... But, yeah, I don't think that's what that was in relation to. Yeah, as I was going to say, what SRS is reporting, I don't. I doubt it's something yeah. that they would announce, like, you know, because it sounds like mm-hmm. a creative change, you know, and it's like you wouldn't announce that, you know, <laughs> so, like, not on TV or anything anyway. You might. You might tell Dave or Sean or something, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, trust the process, 34 again. Appreciate you, 499. Do you think TK should slash will assign others to help with booking? The idea of TK booking three, four shows a week, mostly by himself, doesn't sound like a good idea. Um, we we spoke about this like this uh, started the week and last week, but absolutely, I think he should. Um, because, bro, like, you go through his work schedule, even just in red, like, forget Fulham, forget the Jags. Forget whatever other investments and businesses he has going on. Like just in wrestling, you know, his workload's 
hilariously long, you know. So um, I think that's definitely something he's at least looking into, you know, um, mm-hmm. seriously considering making some movements with. Um, what about you, Phil? <clears throat> yeah, I I do think he's got to find a way to delegate this stuff Where's a little my... bit better. He's spending a lot of plates at the moment. And I don't know, man. Eventually, there's going to be some kind of uh, regression with this stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's all the... Absolutely. I think we've already seen one of it because then they were to get rid of uh, Elevation. Yeah, it looks like it. There was the flat description said the, the final episode. Um, and it was a best of too. So, I mean, that that's not being like confirmed. That's based on just the flight description, but it would be a, you know, it would suggest that that's the case. I mean, in fairness, they're adding another show. So that's kind of having two YouTube shows is not necessarily when you have three TV shows, right? I mean, it's fair to say. So, <laughs> especially when the YouTube shows are what they are, exactly. you know, they're just kind of, yeah, it is. And I think it was a way to pad out. The uh, you know, when you're selling the package they're selling, it's like you have now a lot more hours of content because Elevation existed, right? I mean, I don't know how many episodes they did, but it run for god, nearly two years, probably, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul White was Paul White's show, right? He signed over two years ago, so <laughs> um, it, you know, two years worth of extra hours of TV, you've, you've got a lot, I said, a lot of content, and that's honestly what the game is at this point, so that was the goal, yeah, it, it really is. I hope I hope that dark since they get rid of elevation they make dark a little bit more competitive like it used to be like the competitive matches but you know that one that's what rampage is now like if rampage is the third TV show that will probably be what you're imagining for for what you want dark to be able to assume you know well I mean we haven't I guess <laughs> I mean rampage hasn't been there in a long time so I mean well I don't know I mean what do you want on it's literally you know? just the initial run you know. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want like the first couple of weeks of Rampage, you know, back. That's well, that's gone. I mean, now that Collision, I'm with you complete. I love the early days of Rampage, but now that Collision's coming, that show will be. Well, I mean, it's not going to get better, you know. Like it's oh, going to be where it's been. I mean, it's so Sunday, Sunday night heat. That's what it is. Friday yeah, night heat. Exactly. I mean, I agree, but I mean, I'm, the AW's roster is like so deep. I mean, we always talk mm-hmm. about how deep it is, and oh, you never, yeah. you don't, you don't realize how like sometimes with the, with the rest of you see, you're like, bro, this is really this all AW has to offer sometimes. So, yeah, that will always be where I've uh, struggled with recent, you know, the recent months, year, however long of Rampage. And well, just Dark in general, you know, like, the roster's so deep and, you know, the amount of people not who have, like, say if you look at AEW, like, who's worked um, so far this month, you know, then there's all these people sitting, there's people sitting at home who haven't been on TV for so long, people who only get, like, two minute squashes on Dark, blah, blah, blah. So we got a deep roster, man. One of the deepest rosters ever. I've said that for like the past year or so. Like they've got 100% arguably, probably have got the best roster of all time in terms of just like on paper talent, you know, um, especially like in ring anyway. Um, so you know, even even with RDB, two hours of Dynamite, two hours for Collision, an hour for Rampage, even with five hours of TV, and even with an hour or two on YouTube, and even with an hour or two on Ring of Honor once a week. I feel I still think that can you know if he if Tony delegates creative properly and people have like, people can really focus on each section of each show, you know, then um maybe he can cook some up, man, because he's got the talent and the resources to do it. It's just Would you like a suggestion? I'd love a suggestion, Josh. You would. In the late nineties, folks. 
when oh. WCW was battling to fill their many television, you know, TV, television shows, the uh, the powers that be delegated WCW Saturday night to the wrestling mind of one mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Now, I don't know if anyone's checked in on Jimmy recently, but he looks exactly the same. And I think if you give him a call, you know, you sent him a tape of uh, QT Marshall. And you said, listen, I've got 15 guys for you that are never on TV. Here is AEW Dark. <laughs> and you see what he comes up with. I mean, I don't know. There's worse ideas. I mean, granted, he doesn't know any of the guys or gals are, but I mean, that could be part of the charm of the show, quite frankly. Right? So he's still got his Jimmy Hart, still got Jimmy, that enthusiasm for the. He's still uh, got his hair, you know. He's still got his enthusiasm for the business, bro. I, see, I remember it. seeing. Um, I think it might have been last year, like that WWE Hidden Treasures or whatever the yeah. series was. <laughs> he's all thing in. Top, the thing with Top Dollar going around with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the WWE guy was trying to find off all like, the last like, merch and ring-worn stuff. And uh, Jimmy would like help out, like, help WWE find some of these things. And he was always just like enthusiastic as fuck yeah. just to like, be like doing something. Yeah. I, it is I great, man. I want to talk about it. Like, it's, it's so crazy. I still can't believe like we haven't seen like Malachi Black Russell a singles match once this year or since yeah. whenever he's done it or Pac. We haven't seen Pac at all. Since he lost the trios titles, I'm just like, man, where are these guys at? Like, why aren't they wrestling on? I mean, I, I get Malachi as a trios champ, but come on, man, let's let's let them hoop or something, man. I don't know, like, let them do something. <laughs> I don't know. Let was, them was Pac, did, didn't Pac have like a visa issue at some point? I don't oh, know. Fuck, man, AEW yeah, sure. their visa issues, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> get it together, you know. <laughs> just I don't know. I, I just I didn't know if you guys knew. No, I, I understand, Phil, because sometimes what happens with Manny is you, like, you offer him, you know, the reason why something is the way it is, and he, he like, he's, like, mad about it. Oh, oh, what the fuck you want from me, you know? <laughs> I'm going I'm to insert, like, insert the clip of Monty saying, fucking Tony, bro. He said, he said there's a clip of him saying that. <laughs> I need to see this clip, you know. Manny asks Wait. a question, and you're like, well, this is what I think the answer is. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's all right, man. <laughs> Fair enough, Far Fortune Two. He says, uh, five dollars. Appreciate it very much as always. Willow for the Owen Corp. Yeah, man, definitely one of the names that we brought up a lot just now. Um, Willow's just great, man. She's just so, so charismatic, and she just like such. You see, like when she just comes out, it's just good vibes and that. You know, like, she's just, a superstar, brother. She's, you know, she's, I'm really, I'm Ring of Honor. It just really pops me out, Ian. Nearly every time, he's like, oh, that's my wife's favorite wrestler. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People just love her, man. She's very infectious, very, very yep. infectious. And, uh, there's not many baby faces that have like that raw ability or that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I'm torn on it because I want to see her in <laughs> Athena again, and I love her as the as the person to beat Athena. But I also feel like her charisma is such she needs to be on national TV. You know, like I love Ring of Honor for it is. That's a TV act. I mean, you've anytime yeah. Willow gets in front of those big arenas, they they love her because she gets over life. Like, I don't know. I, she's and genuinely, she could be a big time star for them. Hopefully, that's it, her pants. It's up. really cool, I think, because she like she gets over in not that classic way. Yeah, you know, like you know, even you, you can easily have like not seen her before. You know, and like her music hits, and she's got that theme, and she comes out the way she does, and like even the way that she wrestles, like uh, she's just you can't super fake charismatic. That, you know? Yeah, like exactly. If you, yeah. if you force that, it will die. And with Willow, it gets over every single time because of just 100%. Her, it's infectious, as you said. 
Listen, man. They've been trying to get Raquel to come out there and smile at us for almost a year now. It ain't hidden. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Willow just In does fairness. it effortlessly, man. In fairness, and it's not just a smile. She does present her back, too. In fairness, yeah. Phil, we have to be, you know, factually Back correct. muscles. No, yeah, back is the presentation. Crazy. Indeed. You know. Indeed. Uh, Jacob Darley, $10. Appreciate you very much. More I think about a potential AEW brand split, the more I think it may not be a bad idea. For example, House of Black barely being featured and Jay White having zero in-ring promo time is questionable. Um, listen, brand splits are... It's all about how you do them. I think me and Joe talk about this quite a lot. Where it's like, WWE have done certain things over like, the past decade or two. But are things that have been done that have kind of like, I won't say always been done because obviously WWE the first, you know, to have like two brands with the Raw and SmackDown and stuff. But like WWE have done some things that aren't inherently bad, but because they've done them so badly for so long, people hear things like, um, you know, whether it's this, you know, people hear brand splitting, they're like, oh no, you know, or they hear a good example of one is like a DQ finish, you know, DQ finishes have been used in wrestling for forever. It's how you. It's yeah. used, it used to be like the primary way. Of play, like you'd build a feud with DQ finishes. Now you see a DQ finish, and people are writing down stats and shit about like, wow, yeah. Raw had three DQ finishes. This is bad, you know. It's um, like I said, I think that's just kind of like WWE. Just like they've just kind of traumatized a lot of us with uh, some of these wrestling things. But I think the brand speed just depends on how it's how it's done, bro. It's you know the proof is in the pudding. It's one of those things. What do you think, Manu? Do you think it will be... What are you thinking about the brand split? I think it'd be good for everybody involved, you know, just... And I hope... I mean, I think it'd be good because, like, we won't see the same wrestlers on the same show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah a, bit more, uh, a bit more variety going around. The, uh, the Jay White point is... Uh... I don't want to talk about Jay White. That's what I was trying to... <laughs> You're hurting, bro, you know? I, I feel you, man. I feel you, bro. I was uh I was getting the shit kicked out. Was it last week? Yeah, you would. <laughs> it was on this show last week. Bro, bro. I, I tried to save you like three times. And you refused no, my I, help. I was just you like, refused. bro, I think like today I'll just see. You know, he's in the, he's in a rampage tag match. Still not had any ring promo. Still like you know. Oh fuck, man! Just... Well, we can, we can be on it. We ain't got to like fucking. We ain't. I'll be like Tony's the worst booker of all time. But we can say like, hey man, like you've oh, signed doing Jay White, shit, bro. Man, I don't mean. He should be doing something in like the main event, not what he's doing right now. I mean, I mean, is it is it not obvious that he fell in their laps? It's pretty obvious, isn't it? It feels feels like, oh man, like we've been talking all year about this guy going to the E, and then all of a sudden he's not. And Tony was like, oh, we're in. All right, sign a contract. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it feels like. That's one hundred percent what it feels like. And I guess if it is the case. What I'd say is, is like you didn't have to debut him immediately, you know. No. Like you can wait and um, you can wait and pick your spot. Like I'm sure there would have been an opening for him to be in like a very featured, like prominent position between like now and let's say Wembley, you know, or even Forbidden Door. Like you can slot, especially with it being Jay White and Forbidden Door. Like obviously he's got links to all kinds of people in New Japan because he's just coming from there. So the only thing is, I just I still think him and Ricky is like. An exciting program. I just I don't understand why Juice Robinson and Sean Spears are in it. You know, it's like uh, well, I completely agree with what Phil said, but at the same time, the the centerpiece of the feud should be compelling to me. I'd love to see a Jay White. Is that featured heavily in it? Is it? I also want to make. I want no, to be clear. I mean, I'm, 
I just want to make clear, I'm not mad that that he's wrestling on Rampage because I think Rampage, Rampage has to get all the power, like star power he needs. Yeah. But I just, I, I'll just be doing so much better. Like he, because we've heard for so long that people are going to be leaving from AEW to WWE, but actually it's not been the case. And AEW actually signed big names over <laughs> WWE. So I would mm-hmm. think that you would want to flaunt that you got Jay White yeah, and make him the biggest yeah. deal possible. They haven't done that. They just made it. They already made him feel like he's just a normal guy on the roster. I am not a big man. like. I think there's only a handful of guys that need live promos, but not giving Jay one through like three or four weeks is kind of crazy. You know, yeah, like yeah. with his person, you should be giving him a big. You know the way sometimes we've got with some of the star wrestlers, Shivani will give him the big intro, you know, and they'll come out and cut the promo live interview style. It's like. That's a natural fit for Jay, mission statement wise, and and they've yet to do that, unfortunately. Yeah, but I mean, I guess my devil's advocate point to that would be, you give him a live promo if you had a direction for him. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like there's a direction yeah. for him. Like, mm-hmm. what is he going to cut the promo on? Just being there, and I I agree, he should have a live promo, but it definitely feels like they were like, oh, we don't have anything for him. Ah, uh, Juice Robinson's over here. Let's put him over here. Um, yeah. I also think it's. I don't want to say obvious, but I, I'm starting to feel like the entire point of adding Sean Spears to this thing is because Sean is going to turn on Ricky and he's going to join the Bullet Club. Yeah, which, well, look, folks, I, I like Sean Spears. Same, Everyone man, knows man. this about me. I'm famously, I'm, I'm on the record. But if you're trying to convince Bill this Bullet Club gold thing is cool, I'm sorry to say that the big Sean ain't changing it. He ain't chairman, baby. Come on. He, he ain't changing anyone's tune. I'm, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, I, 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 I get why they haven't. I can understand why they don't have Jay White like cut promos because like, you don't want him. People be like, oh, why isn't this guy getting pushed or right away? Like make him like, like a big deal. Cause I, if you make him like seem like that, I just feel like people are going to want to push him right away to like the title and all that. And I don't think they're ready for Jay White to be anywhere near that because they want MJF yeah. to get settled and. Yeah. I don't know. I think if you have him go face to face with certain wrestlers on the roster, people are gonna be like, "Why isn't this guy, you know, near the top?" And it exposes a lot of guys, I think. Yeah, I mean, and that, that was kind of my fear with him going there, to be honest. Um, not that I was that, you know, enthusiastic about him going to WWE either, but I think there's more of a void for a big heel in WWE than there Agreed. is with AEW. And I mean, yeah, he could be doing live promos, but we've also got Max doing live promos mm-hmm. every week, and he's like the biggest heel in the company. You're not going to get bigger than him as a heel, so yeah, I, agree. I don't know. Yeah, more, I guess. I, I guess know, more, if, more, if, you more, people, more if you have Jay White and MJF come face to face, I think people are going to realize. Oh, oh, you've been on this. You've been on yeah, this. I, uh, I, I've been on this. I, people are going to realize. Oh man, MJF might not be ready for this spot and all that. That's. <laughs> That's a crazy takeaway. I love that all of this is through the lens of people are going to say. Yeah, um... me me on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) People are going to say, people are me. I'm typing it right now. (laughs) It's in the drops already. He's got the drops ready, bro. It's like it's not even like he was saying like, oh, Jay White might, you know, he might come out like that looking better than MJF, and he, he was like, no, people are gonna say MJF ain't ready for the bright lights, bro. He's a there's nothing between. I don't know. I feel like if if that was gonna be exposed at that point, this is he, we're three years in. It still hasn't yeah. been exposed. This guy's still having great matches. He's still he's still cooking. I don't know. Yeah, man, he's it's MJF, you know. Um. Oh, what I was gonna say, man. Um, the about Sean Spears. 
Was it about? Okay, this is what this is what I'll, my kind of like closing thoughts this week on Jay White. You know, <laughs> good, good. Yeah, going week by week with this one. Um, so like, hundred percent, it does feel like he's been dropped in their laps. And if that is the case, that's the case. And um, I said obviously it would be ideal for me if they would have just waited for more prominent feature position to drop him in. But even if they were so desperately in the need of getting him on TV. So even taking into consideration that he may have fell in the laps and they wanted to get him on TV immediately. Um, this Ricky Starks feud, if you're just looking at Ricky, he's like, he'd done the Jericho feud and that felt very featured and a lot of time. And there were, it's like, you know, he had angles and this and that with it, you know? And it's like, even if it had that sort of spotlight on this feud now with Ricky and Jay, it would feel a lot better for me as a Jay White yeah. fan who wants to see him feel prominent and featured heavily on the shows that he's going to be on. So it's not even that he's feuding Ricky. And even the, fact that it, even the fact that it's got Juice and Sean in it, even if it still had that amount of spotlight that the Jericho feud had on it, I would still kind of, you know, I'd yes. take it in stride. You know, it's not the most ideal, but I'd take it in stride sort of thing. Sure. My, my big problem with uh, the first few weeks of Jay White's introduction, they've just kind of been like the lack of, like the lack of spotlight, you know, and you, you don't feel as important as I think you should be. He hasn't been like presented like that. So um, we'll see where it goes. We'll go week by week, like I said, you know, and all that. Uh... <laughs> Something to look <laughs> sure. forward to. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Darren Walker, $5. No, £5. Appreciate it very much. Catch Reader versus Jay Lethal. Be worth watching on Rampage this week. I'll be tapped in, bro. That's my kind of match right there, you know. I don't know if, I don't know if the masses will. You know what Joe says about the masses. You know the masses won't be. (laughs) It's not like 5.30 Eastern this week, isn't it? Rampage? Yeah, it's good for us, isn't it, Joe? Yeah. Me and Joe, look, (laughs) remember last time Rampage was on at like 5.30 and there was like a whole day or two of victory laps about it. (laughs) A normal time for wrestling. You know, we don't get it often. There was one that was like, it was when FTR wrestled top flight and it was like my (laughs) WrestleMania. It was on like 10. I was like, I can go to bed after, you know? (laughs) What a time to be alive. That'll be good, for sure. Oh, yeah, they moved it. They also moved uh, they moved it back an hour. Rampage. Jesus, can I not get anything? Good Lord. It's now 11.30. Now I'm crossing midnight. Now this is the problem. Now you're taking my Saturday away. This is, well, never mind. Never mind, folks. Don't worry about it. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Mario Judah, 199. Appreciate you. Tony, let me make... uh, I'm the intro song for Collision. I think that's just meant to say, let me make the intro song for Collision. Listen, man, uh, we'll put in a good word for you. (laughs) Gleek Foley, 999. (laughs) Reports say Punk Jericho meeting went well. uh, Went well, and Chris is being used as an intermediary between Punk and the locker room. Do you think Jericho will be able to successfully put over Punk to the boys? Um, Before we answer the super chat. Okay. Have we even talked about Dynamite yet? No. No. Oh, well, we yeah. We talked about Jay White. We talked about Jay White. We talked about the Owen. You've been here the whole time, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For some reason. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. I just wanted to make sure that we've, we've talked about it or not. He's like, we've been doing Super Chats for a long time. Yeah, yeah man. We're, we're just playing, brother. Just, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we get the people what they want. Yeah, man, we're just working through. We're working through. We mix it. We're, like, we're mixing the subjects into the super chats as well, you know. Uh, but yeah, Manny, do you think Punk can uh, 
Do you think Chris Jericho can put Punk over to the boys? Or if anybody can, it's Chris Jericho. <laughs> He's got that charm about him. He goes in there and he can woo a room. So well, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Princess Diana, five dollars. Maria May should win the Omen. Club Venus forever. Well, I don't know about that. You know, <laughs> not too sure about that one. Uh, Cody with his four ninety nine. Appreciate you. Being in a funk, needed this great this great programming this evening. Going to the Impact Plus special in Columbus in June. Hopefully, I'll get Trinity Fatu versus Diana. Yeah, that would be a great be one. Cool. Um, yeah. There's a few matches I'd love to see Trinity doing. Uh, in impact, to be honest, it can't not the announcement. Well, one announcement, but the report yesterday of her making her debut at the tapings this weekend actually popped her, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good for her, to, man. Trying to tempt me to go to these tapings in Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. You should yeah, go, bro. Like, Fuck it. Yeah, it's on it. I know people people do the impact bad stuff on tour. I mean, no, I've like, been to impact shows. Um, I went yeah, to impact man. shows last year. I just, I was, I yeah, was man. trying to hold off till they come back for uh, Bound for Glory. So. I might end up going. Trinity is only going to debut there once, you know? So, No, no, I'm definitely not talking about it like when uh, NWA came and did those 312 shows, and I was like, (laughs) shameful (laughs) promotion here. (laughs) I will not be doing that. (laughs) Shameful. Cody, make sure you bring a neck pillow. Man, you're talking to someone in the chat, man. No, Cody, the guy, the the super chat. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Someone bring a net for us. It's very spiteful, you know. Uh, but yeah, man, Trinity. There's a, definitely a few matches I'd like to see her have an impact that would like genuinely like fire me up, you know. Mickey James, <laughs> Jordan Grace, um, Diana's definitely another one. Uh, I'd like to see her work, Masha, hundred percent. Yeah, they've got they've but, got Kyla in there. They've got a pretty good weather division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, it's featured zero. They've closed. Haven't hasn't the knockout style match closed the last two pay per views too? It closed the Rebellion one. I think closed Hard to Kill too. Right, it's the main event of both. So it's a good spot, man. I mean, so like I think for Trinity too, it's it's cool for her to be a centerpiece, which I think she will be here. They're going to present mm-hmm. this as a big deal as they should because it's a big get for Impact. Whereas. You know, when you go to AEW and you've not, and you've kind of, um, for Trinity, a lot of the time in WWE, they used her as a supporting act, right or wrong, right? And she'd have gone straight back into that role for AEW. In Impact, she's going to get a chance, whether it's long-term or short-term, to be a centerpiece, to be like a big-time player. And I think that's really cool, and I think it's good for her as a talent. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a good move. I like it. Yeah, I'd like, um, I'm just happy to see that she's, like, you know, back in the game. You know, of course, yeah. That's, that's been a big part of what I've been popping for it. You know, so you know, we'll see what we we'll see what we uh see what we get out of it. I I um actually like all the matches with the women that I mentioned, but like the Mickey program would like pop me huge. You know, I think they can actually like, they'll do some cool angles and shit. You know, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know everyone wants to work Mickey, bro. You know, mm. it's uh another thing that pops me. Like she's been around for fucking pretty much as you know. Anyone these days out of the women, you know, and uh, she still gets name dropped, bro. Like Mercedes name dropped a lot like, a few weeks ago. It's like, bro, people still want to get in there with Mickey, Legend, man. man. She's, yeah, no, she's that name carries weight, bro. Yeah. Literally, Legend, yeah. for sure. Um, WrestleMania 22 was 17 years ago. That's serious longevity, <laughs> you know, that's incredible. And again, especially for women, bro, 
You know, yeah. like we, you don't see many women that have been on TV consistently for nearly 20 years. Like it's unheard of, legitimately. You know, you saw more of it, Monty, than I did. I didn't get catch much of it as I like, but from what I hear, that the last run thing she did, you know, that kind of pursuit of the belt, she bro. Incredible from what I heard. Again, I didn't see a lot of it. That's my fault, folks. But I heard tremendous things about it, genuinely. So good shoot, man. Really good yeah, shoot. I enjoyed it. Good. It's a shame she got injured, it honestly is, you know. So yeah. she couldn't like yeah. they couldn't like wrap it up properly. So it seems like now she's gonna come back and it's obviously there's been a big, you know, bump in the road for like the story they were telling. So I'm sure they'll still figure it out though, because you know, it's a retirement story and it's Mickey James, bro. Like people are gonna buy into it, so We'll see, we'll see. Um, Preston, <laughs> Preston Vance, 499. Heard Manny say Mexicans don't win tourneys. Don't worry, Manny, I'm winning the own for all of my fellow Mexicans and <laughs> just to make you proud. All right, brother, man. I'll be keeping promise. All right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we have a good time, you know. Brother Henry Charles Albert David, 499. Diana. We gotta stop interfering with other countries and who comes out as winners. Elite gang will don't bang. Whatever, man. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about this opening to dynamite, whatever it was. Let me pull up my notes real quick. <laughs> Orange Cassidy versus Bandido, but uh, before before this, before this we was live and we was talking about like you know Orange Cassidy's. Uh, Feels like more of like a matter of time for when he drops the belt now because he's like so deep into the amount of defenses that he's done. Obviously, the idea of Bandido um, winning the belt off him, you know, it's a fun idea, but it didn't really feel like it could happen right like last night, you know. But um, do you think it's getting to that point now where that Tony's probably thinking about like who Orange is going to drop the belt to? Does it feel like it's going to be in, in, uh, imminent? Uh, what are we thinking, uh, Phil? I'll start with you. I don't know if it's imminent, but I'd have to assume he's at least discussing it because he's he's been champion close to a year now. Um, so I, I I feel like he's got to have an end game in mind here. Yeah, he's got to be a. Uh... Hopefully. Hopefully, I mean, we hope it's been a, it's been a good reign, man. Like, he's having good matches yeah. like every week, bro. Like it's um, it's good shit, but it's just kind of like. Every rain is going to have a certain amount of legs on it, you know. And this is uh, this is just it is what it is now. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's not I, I can't really see him doing too much now that he's going to like elevate how this rain is looked back on. You know, if that makes sense. It's just a matter of like how the title and whether that's a couple more defenses and then he drops it on a pay per view or however they do it. You know. But, yeah. I mean, I feel like they've already started to tell the story that he's done all these title defenses yeah. and he's been yeah, a fighting he's champion. Yeah. And he's getting banged up and more beat up every match. So I feel like it's coming. It might not be imminent, but I feel like it's definitely an in-game in mind somewhere. Do you think with that story, it would be cool to have like a fucking, you know, like some sort of monster or sort of like huge heel just fucking kill him, you know, <laughs> when they take the um, belt off him? I mean, in a perfect world, it would be Hobbs because... He'd be Hobbs uh, mm -hmm. in record time in that match, and that would be a great way for him to get his win back and do something after that TNT title run. I could buy into that 100% if Hobbs just fucking, you know, you know, he was throwing QT Marshall around on QTV yesterday. He was just like, fuck these niggas, I'm going for the fucking international by myself. And just fucking, you know, he just kills Orange Cassidy, bro. I'd buy into it, man. 
Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, of course, uh, Orange Cassidy got the win, and um, you know, good. To, it was good. To, it was a good match. It was a good match, man. Uh, Joe, what did you think of the match? I really liked it a lot. I, I think this reign's been awesome. Like, I think there's definitely they're having some fun with the idea of it because there is definitely something cute to the notion that Orange Cassidy is having like a throwback television title run, which is really what this is. You know, like mm-hmm. he's he's having an old school TV title workhorse run as Orange Cassidy, and he's doing a great job of it because he is so versatile. It's always interesting to see how guys work babyface matches of Orange. It's always a challenging thing because it's just a difficult dynamic, right? But Bandido is so uh, he has so much range in ring. He adjusted to it easily, honestly. I've had a really strong match. Um, you know, I, I liked I've liked almost all of Orange's title defenses. I, I really do think he's been he's been pretty pretty spectacular in this role. So I'm with you. The end is probably on its way. But you know, if, look, if there are a place internally where it's like, let us keep kept, you know leave it to keep rolling, I I get it. I I think he's doing a hell of a job. So um, yeah, the big yeah. thing. Is, Hopefully we get more Bandito wrestling on TV. He's booked for next week, obviously. I mean, that guy is spectacular. He could, I mean, every time he wrestles, the audience gets into it, but he could really go over huge, I think, if they got him on TV regularly. And I know there's a lot of different factors at play there, so I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying he's special. So I like the match a lot. Yeah, I agree. I think he's, I think he really is special, to be honest. He's a... He's all he's, he's charismatic. He's really athletic. Like even this, like he, he can do all like the flips and the high spots and stuff. But he's also like he's really powerful and shit. You know, um, like I said, the charisma literally pouring out of him. You know, he's yep. just he's really dynamic. He's just yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Manny, I know you're a big bandit. Go. What did you think of his performance last night? I thought the match started off fast, and then for some reason, like they slowed it down a lot. Which kind of confused me. I thought they were going to keep up the high, the high energy speed, the pace the whole time. Um, the last five to ten, the last five minutes was really good, really exciting. I'm always shocked every time Bandito does stuff. Like when he did that one hand press, the I, I, I just couldn't believe the his strength. And um, the one thing I do want to say about Bandito is, bro, you don't between every move, you don't have to look towards the crowd to get you pumped up for each thing, like. I know that's the thing that all, him and all, all the other luchadors do. I mean, like, come on, guys. You don't have to do that between every every high spot. You can just keep the match flowing like that. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, man. <laughs> Manny, Manny, hates, Manny hates the faces, you know. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, just, I just feel like it's noticeable when you have Orange Cassidy waiting, you know, for to do the next spot. And he's just like. Pumping yeah. up before he does something, you know. <laughs> I hear you, man. Um, all right, so um, next up, Adam Cole told Renee backstage that he's going to call Jericho out tonight. Um, we also saw Cassidy and Bandido. They were, you know, after the match, they kind of like shook hands and, like, you know, uh, Cassidy put the shades on Bandido and, you know, they're, they're all friends now. Uh, Irish Cassidy, man, he's, he, considering he don't talk much, he's good at making friends, you know. Um, <laughs> there's a clue there <laughs> yeah <laughs> listen for life there folks one I've never learned unfortunately but yeah definitely yeah. Do that. <laughs> uh, all right so next thought we had uh, we had like a backstage segment with Darby and Jack Perry and uh, Darby wants to squash the beef because obviously they were cutting promos on each other last week and they're both in, they were both in this tournament for 
Perry got screwed last week. Um, and yeah, Darby was saying, like, you know, we both said some things and, you know, I just want to, you know, squash the beef basically. And I want you to have my back out there tonight because, you know, I, I wish I had yours last week. And, you know, and they kind of had like this respectful agreement. And, uh, you know, it was, I guess it was somewhat interesting, you know. <laughs> but, but yeah, next up we had Dax Harwood versus Jeff Jarrett. Proper proper Wednesday night classic, this one, you know. Uh, Jeff Jarrett got the win. He, he defeated Dax in the middle of the ring with the stroke. Uh, a lot of people were surprised by this, but I thought the match was... I had a great time watching this, man. Um, Joe, I know this is your kind of thing, so I'll let you, uh, I'll say, I'll let you take it. In theory, you're correct. I didn't, I didn't think this was, was their finest. Uh, I think Dax is definitely rusty since he came back. Um I don't think he was on his game here necessarily. And, and, you know, I think anyone who's watched these shows before knows that's not me doing a bit. I would love to say I love this match. I didn't quite. Um, I was pretty good. I thought Dax was just a little off. It happens. No big deal. I'm not here to learn any sort of performance out of that. But, yeah, it was good. <laughs> I mean, good punches. Just a little good disjointed, punches, I thought. You know, just a little disjointed. I, I thought yeah. they were, it was just a little bit messy, which is a surprise considering, you know, these guys are such pros. To, to, to do this two solid pros bit. I mean, that is what they are, but... It seemed yeah. a bit... Um, I don't know. wasn't yeah, quite what I was looking for, unfortunately. Seemed like they were a bit optimistic with certain points, you know? Yeah. I you don't know, like at the start... Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, bro. It's like we don't need... We didn't need that from this match, you know? Yeah. It just seemed like a bit over... You know? Kind of... Uh, they were shooting... They're shooting too much. Y'all, uh, y'all checked out Dax Howard versus Jeff Jarrett last night? (laughs) Is this this what you came in here for? I'm (laughs) just saying. Waiting in the shadows. I'm just saying. Dax Howard's name to get mentioned. I'm just (laughs) saying. Matt Jackson would never go out there and embarrass himself in such a faction. Nick Jackson will never go out there and embarrass himself in such a faction. Respect the greatest tag team of all time. Matt and Nick Jackson. The young box, nigga. I hope nobody ever introduces them like that on TV. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? They get embarrassed in the locker room. That... I I thought the match was fine. Um, my entire enjoyment of this match was Jared hamming it up. Uh, Jared going to do the strut several times until he saw Dax coming at him and, and changing it up and trying to like heal it up was great the entire time. Um, and I definitely cackled when he won. I was like, no way. <laughs> Cackles and then picks up yeah, the belt. Man. Like, how many times has this guy got a tag title match at this point? <laughs> like in fifth tag title match. <laughs> He needs to do the spot again. Every time he wrestles for the belts, he does that deal where like before a false finish, he celebrates before he does the pin. You know the one where he like looks up to the sky? Like I've done I've done it again. He has to bust it out again. He did one in the four-way at, at Revolution that was like incredible. He hit the stroke, and rather than just do the pin to protect his finish, he like looked up like did it again, baby. What a, what a legend. Incredible. It's what he does, man. He's, he's an animal. You know? He's an animal. Um, 
Alright, so uh, right next up, we had the Tony Khan announcement of all the stuff about the Omen, which we mentioned. Um, obviously, we've already spoke about that, so we'll move on from that. Um, <laughs> and then we had a uh, we had a we had a Wardlow segment, in ring segment, and um, you know he comes out with Arn, and uh, Arn's talking for him. He says he might have to get a bit mean, you know. Um, got some work to do with him. Etc. Etc. And he's just, you know, he's just kind of cutting his, uh, he's cutting off coach promo, you know. And uh, but he gets interrupted by Christian. Christian goes to come to the ring, you know. He's there to step in the ring, but he doesn't. He kind of steps back, and it's like, you know, that just seems that seems to be the direction for Wardlow going forward. He's going to be linked up with Arn Anderson, which pops me fucking huge. Uh, <laughs> people say that Wardlow needs to be revived, revived in my eyes. You know, I know. I know factually he hasn't been revived right now, but in my eyes at least, you know, I'm back to popping mm. again for the big man. <laughs> Arn's out there in his red Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> he's got he's got his train he's got his trainers on with the with the tongues out. Oh, he's fucking class, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Uh, Manning, what do you think of this uh, Arn Wardlow Christian? Luchasaurus business, you fired up for it or you're rolling your eyes at it, but where are you at with it? Uh, let's put that thing on Christian already and let's get moving. And, uh, <laughs> he'll bring some relevance to it. Uh, but man, I, I just can't get over arm, but every time I see him, I'm just like, what a character. He should just, he's like, awesome, man. He looks like he should be like the Sopranos or something, just like with the tracksuits on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, I'm question. not sure Manny's seen The Sopranos. <laughs> I'm not sure. He just no, he just saw the, just the tracksuit. Just and the tracksuit, like, yeah. yeah. yeah Italian American. Manny don't hold, you know. He don't hold from these things. Um, but yeah, Phil, uh, where are you at with this Wardlow situation? Because obviously you're not on like all the time, like us guys are on the channel. So I, I'm not too sure where you're at with the Wardlow thing. Do you think he's dead? Do you think he needs a heel turn? Do you think he need, or do you think this arm thing will work out? Like, where are you at with him? I don't think he's dead, but I it's definitely not the same vibe as when Wardlow was coming out and popping and hitting us with the symphony, mm-hmm. and he was getting cheered. Uh, it's definitely not those days anymore. Um, and I just think I think Arn is right that he's got to get some energy back he's got to get mean again because he's just kind of boring like i think mm-hmm. the first time i really noticed this was during the scrum after uh revolution and hobbs came in and cut this cool promo he's like slammed the ring down on the table afterwards he was just kind of like okay i was like that's it Warlow? but yeah, yeah. okay okay i like that yeah it's like, never really been his fault cool. has it? <laughs> he's um it's a, it's a funny one because he's, he's like yeah, he's got so the look I, and everything. Yeah, go on, yeah. carry on. No, no, I was just gonna say, but yeah, I I, I think you're right that it's not his really really his forte, and I think that's what Aaron helps him with, because just Aaron being next to him and being Aaron, like the entire time, like you guys, I was just sitting there popping at Aaron in his tracksuit with his Adidas with the tongues out. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just great to have him back on TV, man. Like. I if if it's just Arn and Warlow from now on, I can get into it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be too mad at it. Joe. I know you're a big Arn guy. What did you think of the uh, 
big arm promo, you know. Yeah, it was fun. Look, I mean, the I, look. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a really interesting pairing. Like I, I don't know. I it doesn't strike me as I've got to be honest. It doesn't strike me as something's going to be around forever. It feels like something's going to kind of it will have a run and it will quickly fade away. I fear, but I my genuine take is anything that keeps on on TV. I'm I'm happy with. I don't, you know. On is a different type of promo now than he was. Um, still very funny for different reasons, but you know it was fun. I mean, I'm, I've got to be honest. I'm not desperate to see Wardlow do much of anything at this point. And I know that sounds very harsh, but I just, I don't know. You need, man. Be, you need a reason. Well, yeah, well. I just don't find I just don't find him compelling at all right now. You know, mm. well, I think it's kind of sad, like creatively, that he's kind of regressed back to the same guy he was before. Like there's yeah. no been evolution in his character. So I mean. I don't know. That's on Warlow, or that's on Creative. Right. Like, how do you not know what to do with Warlow? Is this to seem like the crowds into him having like these sprints? They just want. They rather have him just do like these quick squashes, which I don't think it was really going to help anybody in the long run. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know the answer because you're not working from like a normal starting point now, right? Like, yeah, you're, you're kind of digging back. out of, exactly. Yeah, you're kind of digging out of a hole with Warlow. It's like. <laughs> Let me be clear, folks. He's not dead. Like, it's not like he's walking out into silence. He's not. You know, I'm speaking of myself more than anything. I just don't... I don't know. I don't think the people are rocking for him necessarily. And when you take that piece of the act away, I'm not blaming him, to be clear. Like, it is what it is. I think it's it really takes a lot of it away. Like, the whole charm of the act was that the crowd were rocking the way they were enchanting yeah. Wardlow the way they were. Right now, it's like... Yeah. And it also feels... Doing like him being the TNT champion has always felt like a slight disconnect to me with how much in ring talent is on this roster. And I don't say that to say he can't go because he can go. But, you know, I don't think I'm talking out of turn to say he's not one of the great in ring guys on the roster. And that's fine. He doesn't need to be. But I don't know if the TNT, you know, the TNT belt is the right fit for him. And yet here he is in his third rank. (laughs) You know, it's like he's been connected to this belt for almost a year. So I don't know. I'm not into it, unfortunately. And it's kind of weird. It's. I don't know why you keep giving the belt to him because, like, it feels like it's universal that people think he has like the worst reigns, and they just keep giving it back to him. That that last Darby reign wasn't good either. But um, honestly, the belt's been struggling for a while now. Right, we've been real. I been a minute. Yeah, but I do agree, Joe. I think getting giving him the TV championship that Mm -hmm. is basically like the open challenge belt and. What's fun about him is not wanting to see him have like these great open challenges or TV matches. Uh, yeah. I think the I think the thing that says a lot about this is like the two last guys that were champion. Well, actually, three last guys that were champion were way more interesting to him. Like I was into the Darby <laughs> stuff. I was into Joe as champion, and I was into Hobbs. And then they went back to Warlow, and I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Cool. Do you, <laughs> uh, do you guys think this hurts? Warlow, if they ever do the eventual Goldberg thing, or like, because I don't know, I feel I feel like he's lot like Warlow's lost a lot of his like mystique. If you did it when he was first hot and yeah. like, the crowds were going crazy, then I I can see it. But Warlow still talks about this match as a as a money feud or whatever. I I just don't see it anymore. I just it's whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I can't I can't pretend that I see it as you know this got a blockbuster match at this point. But maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I mean. I think the blockbuster matches Goldberg and Darby, not Warlow and Goldberg anymore. Yeah, they're very different, but I'm with you. I, I mean, it's hard because I was never the person that was like, let me see Wardlow and Goldberg, you know, so I'm not really the person to ask. But, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll find mm. out. Yeah, he's, a, he's an interesting 
He's an interesting case, that Wardlow fella. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, next up we had a MJF Sammy promo segment backstage. They were uh, bestieing it up, you know. Uh, they give each other. Sammy gave him one of the <laughs> one of the Sammy one of the Sammy vests, you know, the vest that he wears. And MJF gave him a Burberry scarf. And like I said, man, they were they were bestieing it up. Obviously, they made the deal last week where Sammy agreed that if he wins the tournament, he'll lie down for MJF, and MJF is going to help him in the tournament, etc., etc. And um, yeah, man, and that's that's the on-screen dynamic they're going with uh, MJF and Sammy. Uh, right. So next up, we had RJ City was standing by for an interview, and he gets fucking obliterated by the Blackpool Combat Club. Blackpool Combat Club caught caught a mean promo. Uh, I like I, I like this uh this chaotic feel to the Blackpool Combat Club. It's one of my favorite things about Dynamite that like they're just like fucking up the shows by just being horrible bastards, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and obviously the even though it was an accident, the Don Callis thing makes it even better, you know. Like the way that he fucking smacked his head a few weeks ago and he was just pissing the blood and like now we see the pictures and stuff of it because I've shown a couple clips of it. And he had a fucking like a ten inch fucking gash going off his head. Um, horrible, horrible, nightmare inducing stuff. Like, stop showing that clip, AW. <laughs> horrible, man. But yeah, it just fits what the BCC are doing at the minute, bro. Like, they're just they're just horrible. They're horrible people, you know. And they're just fucking violent. And I like, even though this was literally like a thirty second segment, bro. Like, I really like this. Um, you know. Uh, God bless RJ City. Some people like him, some people hate him. I'm sure both sides of this. Hmm? Who hates RJ? Yeah. I mean, some people, he's, he's just not. Oh, Marty's talking about himself. He just put. I'm not. No. People are waiting. People are waiting. He's brought up out of nowhere. When, like, when, wait, no, wait, bro, when any, Whenever anybody's like comical, you know, yeah. in the wrestling space, like, there is always those, you know, miserable people. Sometimes myself, that's why Manny assumed <laughs> myself straight away, you know. But I just mm. like, but I, I, I think RJ is, you know, he's, he's a cool interviewer and stuff. He, it's a different, it's different, <laughs> you know. It's different, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, I ain't got no major problems with RJ City, man. Good kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so next up we had Derby versus Sammy. This was the final of the, uh, the Pillars tournament. Obviously, it was starting the second hour, I think it was. Instead of main eventing, that kind of set off some alarm bells for me, I thought. Um, but yeah, this was, I thought, I thought this was pretty good, man. You know, they were doing the high spots and stuff, and they were going for it, then obviously ended in a, there was, you know, the controversial finish that they went for where, uh, you know, MJF got involved and uh, he, he snuck a skateboard in, something to that effect. And, uh, Sammy Guevara beyond the ref back done the the classic or Eddie Guerrero bump like ah he hit me he hit me and then the referee turned around saw Darby with the skateboard Darby pleaded his innocence referee didn't want to hear it and he disqualified Darby and Sammy won the tournament Sammy and Darby uh, no Sammy and MJF are like shamelessly celebrating um, <laughs> running around just just shameless you know and uh, but the celebrations they were ruined they were they were short lived. They were ruined by Tony Schiavone, who got word from Tony Khan that next week there will be a Pillars tag match and that will decide how the um, the title match at Double or Nothing will play out. So it will be Sammy and MJF 
versus Darby and Jack Perry. And if Darby and Jack Perry win the tag match, then they will get added to the world title match at Double or Nothing, making it a fatal four-way. Um, no, w, no, AEW don't call it fatal four-way. They'll just call it a four-way, I don't know. Um, and then, of course, if MJF and Sammy win, then it just remains a singles match like it is currently. So, currently, it is MJF versus Sammy at Double or Nothing. But there is a... I think it's fair to say there's a pretty, pretty strong chance that uh, yeah, Jack Perry and Darby get the win next week. Um, Manny, I know you're not the biggest MJF guy in the world, to say the least. Uh, Manny. What, what, what have been your, like, quick, not, you know, like, your quick thoughts on this this build so far? Look, Monty, I don't watch it. You know, I just, I just tune out. Like, I, I, was watching, I was watching the Lakers game during this. I was just like... I looked up the only the only thing I remember was Sammy going through the table, right? If if I remember correctly, well, in the match, he did uh, a dive onto the table which Darby was laying on. So, so I guess I wasn't watching it closely. So uh, huh. I don't I know. I, <laughs> I just I just don't know. I just don't get why we have to do this whole contable con this whole. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. Just, <laughs> I just can't believe we're doing all these steps to get to this four-way. I just, why just not announce the four-way? You're telling a story. Oh, you know, you could do like, you know, like all Japan tags, you know, and you can get to this uh, four-way. Why is the old man finally in this They're going to tag next week anyway, right? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Phil, what do you think of this four pillars build, man? Um, I think the only week that I was kind of like, this isn't good, was just the opening promo last week. I think the rest of the stuff has been pretty solid. Um, I think them getting to this match and, you know, doing the DQ finish made sense because, of course, you don't want any of these guys to get pinned until next week. Um, But, yeah, I've enjoyed it. I thought this match was really good. Um, The only thing that kind of bothered me about the finish is I was like, wait a minute, ref. You you let them do this table spot and had no problem with this table spot. But then when he throws this, this, uh, when he throws this foreign object in the ring, <laughs> Oh no, you can't do that. You hit him DQ. And it's like, wait a minute. We just saw a whole ta- table spot. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, um, that was the only thing about this match that didn't make sense. But other than that, I thought the match itself was fine. Um, I think Sammy and MJF is hilarious. I think, them over celebrating every time they win is hilarious. Um, I thought the spot afterwards where <laughs> MJF finds out about the match and he goes on typical MJF rant and then he goes to jump in the car and Sammy goes, Oh, am I getting in too? And he's like, No, 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 it's full, it's full. And then the camera like turns and shows that nobody in the car. Sammy was literally standing at the door. He's, he's like, standing oh, right there looking at the car. <laughs> But yeah, MJF, you weren't happy. He wasn't uh he was already just he's already turning his back on Sammy. It's just like, you know, we see where this is going, man. Um But yeah, after MJF ditched Sammy, we got the Adam Cole segment, I believe. So earlier in the show, of course, Adam Cole, after what happened to him and Britt Baker last week when they were attacked by the JS and the um the outsiders. You know, obviously Cole's Cole's not happy, man. You know, and uh, he goes out there, and he um he call he calls out Jericho, and you know he's calling him a coward or whatever it is that he's saying about him, 
and uh, then Jericho, his music hits, but he doesn't come out. He comes out on the screen. He comes up on the screen, and he says, "Adam Cole." He doesn't even want to be in the same ring. <laughs> this actually popped me. I can't lie, but um, was Jericho was like, "He's like, I don't even want to be in the same ring as you. You disgust me. Like, how can a man like you who watched his watch his girlfriend get the shit like kicked out of her? Like, how could you do that? You know." <laughs> Adam Cole was just there, like you know, just disgraced. Um, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, Jericho said he don't even want to be in the same ring as him. Don't want to be anywhere near a guy like that. He would let that happen to his girlfriend. Um, but he sent his boys. You know, the JAS they come out and they start beating the shit out of Adam Cole. Adam Cole tries to fight back, um, but you know we don't get much in. <laughs> he, he don't get much in. He's getting the shit kicked out of him. And then um, this was. Random, <laughs> but then fucking Bandido and Orange Cassidy of all the people, but <laughs> it's so random. Orange Cassidy and uh, Bandido, they run down and they try to make the save, and you know, like they get a few licks in, but it's uh, it's not enough, you know. The numbers go, it's too strong, it's too strong, and you know, you just the baby faces, man. You know, a lot of beloved baby faces in that ring. You got Orange Cassidy in there, you got Adam Cole in there, they're just getting the shit kicked out of them, you know, <laughs> and then uh. And you're just wondering, like, who the fuck's gonna come out? I'm thinking, I'm thinking it might be Kyle, you know. Um, I'm, but I'm, I'm thinking it might be Kyle, but I'm thinking like, surely it's way too early. So like, I'm there like for the like, those like ten seconds or so. I'm like really like trying to like. I'm then eventually I'm just like, oh fuck those, you know. <laughs> who knows? And some music hits, and obviously we don't know who it is. Um, Titantron's coming up and they're doing that thing that AEW does where it's like it's like the Titantron like builds to the name just flashing on the screen and then it comes up with the logo and like, I see the logo bro and I'm like no you know I'm like no no way no way Sean Ross is doing another, <laughs> another uh, run in I'm calling BS on that one Monty I'm pretty sure you know what that logo was bro because you see it and I'm just like no way you know, I'm not like, oh, of course, that's you know, it was more of a no way sort of thing. Um, but yes, way it was, it's the name flashes up, it's Roderick Strong, brother, you know, and um, Roddy Strong, man. No, obviously, it wasn't reported anywhere that he event that he got his release from WWE or anything, as far as the fans were aware. He was still, you know, in NXT and we was tweeting free Roddy and <laughs> all this sort of stuff, you know what I mean? I was threatening Shawn Michaels every week. Yeah, Manny was writing letters to New York. It was, um, you know, it was a it was a sensitive situation here at WrestlePurist, the whole Roderick Strong thing, you know. Um, you know, we just wanted we wanted our boy freed, man. He requested his release last year. It apparently got denied. And, uh, you know, it just didn't seem like there was really much for him in WWE ever since they'd done the NXT 2.0 thing. They really went in that direction with NXT, you know. Um, then obviously with Triple H taking over the main roster there was that kind of question of like because Triple H has always been like good with Roderick Strong to be fair to him um, there was obviously like kind of the question of like will Triple H bring him up to the main roster da, da, da. that obviously hasn't happened a lot of people thought he might have been injured still because you know he, um, he was just coming back from injury so no people he's, you know he, and he's kind of kept quiet really you know for the most part so it was a huge surprise to me Huge surprise to me, but a fucking great surprise because Roderick Strong is genuinely like, if we're just talking in ring, bro, like he's genuinely like one of the like top ten in ring guys of the past fucking 
I don't want to say like fucking 20, 30 hours because that sounds crazy with him. But, but if you watch that, if you look at that Ring of Honor catalogue, man, I know it, it's, it's a sleeper, bro. I'm telling you. Like, it's just match after match after match after match after match. When he comes in, he comes to NXT and does all that. So it's just match after match after match after match. He's an animal, bro. A proper animal. Um, Manny, I know you're fired up about this one. Roddy Strong has been freed. Dave been waiting for Dave meant you've wrote many letters about and sent many emails about Michael, and a lot of investigating about. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go around your stopping grounds here anymore. In San Antonio, you're free, your secrets are safe. You let him go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank the Lord. Now he can go out here and have some matches with uh Brian Danielson, Claudio for the Ring of Honor title, bring more prestige to the, to the honor zone, just like we like we want. And um, here we go, man. I'm ready for this ride. That's what I'm ready, brother. Ready. Uh, I'm ready. Joe, Joe you're like, you're a famous Roderick Strong fan. You know, you've ne- you've never been shy of it. You've never uh, you've never hit it. You've always uh, shouted his name from the rooftops. You know. Uh, yeah. How was this victory for you when you found out, folks? I've waited my turn. I've been polite. I've let everyone else enjoy themselves over the last couple months of professional wrestling i've continued to make appearances on many podcasts every week i have not been overly negative i have simply waited my turn my day was coming you know and that's a satisfying feeling knowing it is ahead but i didn't know it was this soon i'm a little bit annoyed i didn't watch live but these are the games we play and all i have to say is get ready and prepare yourself because a lot of people that are watching this show right now are saying what the fuck is wrong with these fellas it's just Roderick Strong. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. And like the catalog. I understand. I understand. Look, AEW doesn't need more short, good wrestlers who are not good promos. I know. Roderick <laughs> Strong is not a good wrestler. Roderick Strong is a freak. He's a monster. He's a specimen. He's a machine built for grabs. Okay. You're talking <laughs> about a guy. You're talking about a guy, folks who was so good at 22 that he was out there with puppy fat going 60 minutes with Brian Danielson, okay? You're talking about a guy who was so good that we don't even consider the Undisputed Era being a real faction until he joined. You notice that recently they had a happy anniversary? It wasn't the anniversary. It was just when Roddy joined. That was when the faction actually started in real life. That's when we, that's when we accept it as a real thing. <laughs> You're talking about a guy who's so fucking good that I have watched 50-minute War Games matches exclusively for his hot tag. You know, it's all about a guy who had an NWA world title match for the NXT belt with Bobby Roode in a studio. You know, this is no good wrestler, folks. This is a, a freak of nature, a monster, a destroyer, a backbreaker messiah. Get ready. I'm telling you, if he's got anything left, if there is anything left in that man's neck, anything. You're gonna see some. You're gonna see some crazy just shit. One inch. If you've got you one. If you put him on television with people watching against Brian Danielson, they may get thrown off the air, folks. They may get taken off. <laughs> it may be too much. I'm telling it's you. This, too this, pornographic. You don't <laughs> get it, man. I'm telling you. This is not. This is, There's a lot of good wrestlers, folks. Enjoy there them. There is. There's nothing wrong with it. Everyone right. can have their fun. Manny, hold on. This is no good wrestler. Okay? <laughs> You're talking about a killer here. And I'm telling them all, 
Yeah, remember, I know a lot of the wrestlers, you know, they, they tune at the wrestle purists. And listen, I like you all, but be ready. Be warned on behalf of, of Joe Holbert himself. Get ready because it's about to get dangerous. I hear that, you know, look, Daniel Garcia is a tremendous wrestler. I'm sure he's going to be one of the first guys who really wrestles. Danny, get ready. It's different, brother. Let me tell you, <laughs> you're a hell of a talent. you got a hell of a future, but protect yourself out there. This is a different game. We don't fuck around in the land of Roderick Strong, okay? I've seen it, brother. I've seen it. All of the tag partners, all of the matches, all of the classics. And now he's now he's in front of a ring of crowds. He's going to be an absolute monster. Get ready. Lock in. Roderick Strong is back. Bro, he's a he's an animal, man. A different a different kind of beast. I think you captured it very well. You know, one of the things that you mentioned during that uh, that great speech that you said was a. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of great workers, that are, you know, short guys who went the best promos these days. And, you know, there is quite a few of them in AEW. We won't name names to be spiteful. But um, there's a lot of those, even in like NXT and WWE, to be honest, there's just a lot of those wrestlers about. But Roddy Strong is not that guy, bro. Like, he's a different he's a animal, man. Um, look, look, the dip, look, man, he's a dog, bro. AEW has good wrestlers, but they don't got dogs. Like, it's just Roosh, Danielson, man. Roddy, Roosh, bro. Fucking Roosh always gets bro, worked into it. It is, bro. I mean, look. We do need that match, though. Roosh and Roddy, we need that match. Bro, bro both guys no selling chops, and, like, both their chests are going to get red. There's probably going to be blood somewhere around there. Bro, this, they're, they're going to separate the boys from the men. This is what this way it is. Well, that is Roddy, bro. He separates boys from the men, I'm telling you. In any ring sense, 100%, man. Uh, <laughs> Joe, one of the things I was waiting for Joe when you were saying that he, when you was doing what you hold, he's so good bit just now. Um, I was waiting for you to like drop like an NXT 2.0 thing. It's like, bro, even yeah. when they cut his balls off in NXT, man, you know, they fired his wife, they changed it to 2.0. He fucking the fucked up his faction that he was doing with Stokely, you know, like they cut his balls off really and truly, and he was still out there. Give him Melo, the best match I still think he's had to this date, to be honest. Maybe the Ricochet match is probably better, but like fucking one of Melo's best matches. Awesome. He had an incredible match with Gunt there. Um, I think he had at one point he had like a really good match with like Duke Hudson or someone. Like he's just an animal, bro. <laughs> like he's just an animal. Um, Phil, are you a big Rod Strong guy? Because uh, I think as you can tell that we're all uh, might be the yeah. three biggest Rod Strong guys. <laughs> As somebody that gave up on 2.0 early on, I was just like, listen, get Roddy off of this show. He doesn't belong there. He's not like the mm-hmm. rest of those guys over there. Get him off of that show. Uh, and the longer he stayed there, it turned, it, it switched from get him off that show to get him out of that company. Free this man. Let him go somewhere else and show the world what he's made of. And so I'm very glad that he's leaving. Well, there he left and he's, he's off to greener pastures now. Um, mm-hmm. I did. On, on off the writing note, I did laugh watching this because um, I didn't watch it live. I was watching basketball when it was on live, but um, I watched it later that night, and I realized that this was like watching SmackDown, where there's part of playing SmackDown story mode where you interact with wrestlers earlier in the in the show, and then later those wrestlers <laughs> that you interacted with just come back out to help you for no reason at all, and that's totally what happened here. Cole, Cole standing next to Orange Cassidy and Bandito early on in their promo. The sole purpose of that that Renee's segment of being on TV was to explain why those two <laughs> ran out later. It was great. Um, That's good shit, man. But Bro. no, very happy to see Roddy. Um, 
Very happy he's working with Cole again. Um, I halfway uh, expected like maybe the Kingdom to come out when nobody else came out. I was like, but then we got Orange Cassidy, and I was like, okay, maybe it's not the Kingdom. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought this was a great debut, legitimate surprise. Look, I'm happy that the process of um, keeping Marina Shafir there and giving her a spot on TV and waving to Roddy like, look, look, it's cool over here. Look what we're doing with your wife. I'm glad that worked. That's some great chess you played there, Tony Khan. <laughs> you played the long game. <laughs> yeah, the long guys get Roderick Strong. And, uh, he's Bro, worth I, it, man. I was like rubbing my hands when I saw Roddy get uh, Hager in the in the angle slam. I said, oh, we, man, I can't man, wait for him to get in there. Everyone, I saw people saying, you know, we need the Garcia match. I hope he doesn't do the Hager match. Give me the give me the Hager match. I don't give a fuck. Give me both. And then he uh, can fight yeah, Matt Menard. And then he released his music video. Oh, I mean, you see Matt Menard? He after one chop, he started he covering the up. Yeah, Matt Menard, get him in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, he will, Jake Hager will fly. He's gonna fling him around, Manny. Bro, I, I then I saw his music video or whatever his hype video he did. He's taking bookings, bro. <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's doing the I'm, indies. I'm getting him over here. He's going to be backyard out here, folks. I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's get some cameras up. Be, Barnett's going to call him up for blood sport. Oh, you know? Well, hold on yeah. a second. I didn't consider this. This is very exciting. <laughs> we, we, in all seriousness, like bits aside, we do need to work PWG again. That would be a really cool moment. Yeah, legitimately. yeah 100%. He's always we, one of the you know, best fucking people we've ever had, though, honestly, absolutely. in terms of like, the run that he had in the company. Yeah, I I don't think it happens, but do you? We're we're, we're laughing about it in like in the RO Discord. Like, do you think they like do the idea of Garcia and Roddy for the PWG title on TV? Well, I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah I, I know it will happen, cool. but I mean, I know they don't do this stuff. But if ever there was a match for their like to do a single, you know, streaming debut, that would be something, wouldn't it? Because that's like PWG's kind of past and present there i don't i don't see them doing it on tv because it's so weird because if you do the match and how do you do it in pwg because exactly it, yeah so i don't know i'm just really excited to see what they do with roddy I mean, yeah I'm, yeah so man and so like, even like the ring of honor return will be like just i'd get him on the first tape as possible you know fuck it it's like, uh, oh, sure, that's yeah. the beauty with, that's the beauty with roddy compared to someone like a jay white like we were talking about jay white and it's like if he isn't like prominently featured like he's going to be a talking point he's a big star and stuff roddy like people fans are familiar with him but you can just like kind of throw him into shit and just be like yeah go wrestle him 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 and him um whether it's on rampage ring of honor whatever it is you know we'll pop for it regardless because just roddy man you just kind of fucking want to see him wrestle if you're a fan you know um i, I tweeted out last night it, it might have been crazy bro i might have been on the high but i was just like yeah, I think Roger Strong was a bit, is a bigger signing to me than Jay White was, and I was like, <laughs> you know, he's he's nowhere near he's nowhere near the okay he's oh, obviously he's nowhere near the star power. <laughs> you can't you can't do anything with Manny. You always just don't go go too far, you know. Just to, I'm I'll stick with you on this one, Manny, for the sake of branding. But I don't know about that. I'm not sure. Yeah, obviously we'll he's not gonna be like the star power, but I'm just saying, like the more I I'm say, gonna get out of. Yeah, and I think Tony will have a blast booking him because it will be like when he got O'Reilly and he'll just be like, let's just do this match, that match, the next, you know? Yeah, so you could, we'll see. Him and Claudio you. is gen because I don't know who else Claudio is going to work for the belt while Kingston's injured. So, like, that kind of feels like the direction you should go with this weekend, right? The tapings. Yeah, I, I, right? yeah, I didn't realize Tony was a big fan of uh, Undisputed Era because he got them all. Like, Adam Cole has like a good theme, and Kyle Riley has his old ROH theme, and then he got 
he got a licensed music for for Roger yeah. Strong. So it's like well, yeah, he, he was a fan of them before they would. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, but. Because he, he was, was at those Ring of Honor shows, right? The like 2015, 2016 range. He was at. Yeah, he, he loves that era of Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, he loves Ring of Honor in general, to be honest, like in all life. Of it. But um, he's definitely a big fan of the Undisputed Era as well, because when he first signed Adam Cole, he would always mention how like, Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era was like their challenge in the ratings war. Like he would right. always like put over that aspect of NXT and like competing against them. And like the the work that I did, so he is definitely. If he wasn't exactly, if, if he wasn't even like a huge fan of them, what tuning into all the segments, like he at least like, um, you know, like respects the stars that he's got with her, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, man, he's obviously. It seems like he's gonna do, he's gonna do some cool shit with Roddy, man, because <sighs> Roddy in this setting, bro, you know, just letting cook. Given fifteen minutes with no like weird WWE restrictions and shit, you know, and he's gonna fucking, he's gonna break some backs and he's gonna fucking, you know, he's gonna chop and he's gonna throw some real forearms that don't look like shit, like eighty percent of wrestlers do, you know, and uh, he's gonna fucking, you know, Roddy Roddy reminds me that forearms like aren't bad, you know. <laughs> you know, like, because, bro, honestly, like, you know, nothing against like wrestlers. You know, I can't, I can't wrestle. Like up, I, I can't, you know, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't wrestle my way out of a fucking wet paper bag, bro. You know, it's not, it's not more, it's not more professional. But um, you know, there's a lot of like, there's like loose forearms and just, this kind of look like shit. If we're being honest, you know. And you know, I've always kind of been a punches over forearms kind of guy. Um, when I, I see I see Roddy, he, he cocks one back and he fucking lets it go, bro. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe they ain't so bad. <laughs> Roddy's, uh, um, go on, man. He also liked some posts of praying over Rey Mysterio matches, and I said, like, oh fuck, man, he's gonna cook here with Ray Phoenix and like the King going all these guys. Yeah. He can base, he can fucking, he can do it all, mate. <laughs> you know. Roddy, man. Um, I wonder who his first like extensive match will be with. You know, it'll be first one. You think it'll be Garcia? Yeah. That'll be like tremendous. You know, um, mm-hmm. that'll probably be like a rampage opener at some point. I don't <laughs> say that to be a dick. Like that's fine for me. I wasn't complaining. I was just that's the sort of match they put in that slot. You know, like Garcia's used a lot on on rampages, like the, the big match, so to speak. So yeah, I mean, I'm, they, yeah. they can wrestle anywhere. I'm watching that shit. And the opening match is usually the main event anyway. So exactly, it's... yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, next next on Dynamite, we've only got a couple of things left and uh, a couple of super chats, and we'll wrap it up. All right. So we have QTV. They're doing like their shtick, and uh, yeah, Hobbs comes in, bro, and he's not happy with those guys, and he's got he's got QTV, he's got Q QT, <laughs> got mixed up, and uh, he got QT up the wall, and he's like. Um, you know, he was doing pretty well when he had the book Hobbs and like now he ain't got his title and QT's like to him, well, you know, I was there when you won the title and we can get you back to those heights again and, you know, uh, Hobbs storms out and it looks like QT, the QTV crew are going to plan B, let's say. So, uh, we'll see where this goes, but I hope, I hope Hobbs just drops these guys, man. Like, actually, yeah. like, properly drops these guys, you know. Um, you know, if that means that I have to see Hobbs destroy QT uh, Dynamite one week, then fuck it. 
I'll take it, you know. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see uh, We'll see where this goes, man. I think, would it be fair to say that we all on this screen want Hobbs not associated with QTV going forward? Definitely yeah. for me, yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't mind the QT stuff. Hmm. I, it's not... It's not the worst thing on the show. It's it's pretty inoffensive, but it does feel like it's kind of beneath Hobbs. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. He's That's too cool I'm... for that act, man. Yeah, hundred percent. He does not suit. He does not suit. It's, no. it's what I've said. It's like QTV, like as the segments and that. It's like it's a harmless like minute or ninety seconds of TV, you know. And it might sometimes it might be funny or whatever. It's like then you throw Hobbs into it and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like what is he? What is he doing here, man? Like I, I laughed immediately this immediately this week at at Solo with the neck brace and then he just does the breast bay spray like just out of nowhere. <laughs> Solo is really funny, man. But yeah, Hobbs doesn't need to be anywhere near this because they they all look like guys that are in this because they don't have a way on TV. Hobbs mm-hmm. does. Hobbs is a legitimate like great wrestler and he's he's an act that they should be moving forward with. For sure, absolutely. So, before they break up, I see one more match. One more tag match with the Hobbs and QT. And after that, you can call it quits. One more. One more. <laughs> Many's, many's going to be a One more for the road. One more match at them. Bro, I, I stayed up and watched I Battle of the Bills just for that tag match with the Lucha Bros. I was pumped for that match. It was awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to say, after that, you know, they can do what they want. Put Hobbs right. in the main event. It's fair. <laughs> The thing I like about Manning is he's fair. You know, he's fair. He tells you what he wants. Very simple deal he's proposing there. I like yeah, it. Man, it's, you know, I wish, I wish everyone was that way, you know. Uh, yeah, all right. Like Next that. up, we had a uh, Ty Valkyrie versus Jay Cargo for the TBS Championship. Obviously, they've been building this for the past few weeks. Um, and obviously, Ty, Ty couldn't use a finish. Um, that played into the finish of this match. Jay won via roll-up, which I found quite interesting. Um yeah, man, this was uh, another Jay Cargill defense, I guess. You know, um, it's just it's it's at this point in her reign and just like not even just the reign, just her character development overall. It just kind of feels like it's ready to like really fire it up now, you know. And because uh, these these kind of feel like pastimes, these little mini feuds and that that she's doing. Nothing feels like big. Nothing ever really feels with Jade lately, like. Oh, this one might be the one, you know. Right. You know, like there's not like a big enough build that feels big enough to go onto a pay per view and stuff like that. So, um, you know, the match, the match was fine and stuff. It was just another Jade Cargill cold defense, you know. Uh, Joe, what did you think? So I actually, I completely agree with the assessment that you know they never convinced me of a, a title change, but I actually think this little program was pretty good. Um, as a program, we'll get into the match itself in a minute, but I thought Ty did a good job of like, wrong about Ty Valkyrie is she does present herself as being important and being a star. And that goes a long way when you're feuding with someone like Jade, who obviously shines through the screen there. And I thought it was pretty effective on that front. It was not, I mean, it's not going to win feud of the year or anything, but I thought it was fun stuff. The match itself, I actually thought was really like encouraging um throughout most of it i like the kind of powerhouse spots they did and there was some nice physicality unfortunately the finish was bad enough that a lot of people will forget that and that's just that's the way it is you know it is what it is isn't it stuff happens i'm not here to to make a show of it i just you know i saw a lot of talk about the finish before i'd seen the match and when i saw the match this match is pretty i, I like the match you know but unfortunately the finish was such they undid a lot of their good work which isn't fair 
but it's the way it goes. I will say, I think Jade, while her usage is getting increasingly kind of less interesting in some ways, I think her matches are quietly, you can see genuine improvements in this last few months. Um, I go back to the, the last couple of Battle of the Belts matches, you know, with Sky and with, uh, with, with Billy recently. Those ones stand out. And I, I think there's some good signs there. It's look, obviously ways to go. Not a classic by any means, but I actually like some of the stuff they did. It's just a shame they didn't stick the landing. It's a shame. It's interesting that you say that about Jade because I think that kind of is the story of Jade's in ring work. Is that like she isn't? I feel like sometimes with a lot of these people that are like new to TV or young or rookies or whatever, however they come through and we see them on like TV for the first time, it's like some of these people do develop really quickly in like a year. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this will pop people that listen to the podcast, but like Tiffany Stratton, for example, you know, like she, how quickly she's like picked things up and stuff like that, you know, like that's not fucking normal, you know. Whereas like Jade, if you actually don't really pay attention to her matches and stuff, you'll notice like every few months, like she's getting like a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better in ring, you know, and, um, you know, like she's she's making progress, man. She's still, I guess, in like a big picture sense, she's still very new to the business, man. And sure, I know yeah. like some people have already said that's like people. Some people I've already seen people say like that's like an excuse. It's like it's not an excuse. It's just a fact, bro. Like she has not been in the business that long, you know. And again, I think it's because of these talents that you see just pop up on NXT and get pushed, and some of them can swim, you know. A lot of them sink, you know, but a lot of them can swim, and you see some of these like. Uh, I don't know, like whatever your comparison may be, it might it may be like the Joshi wrestlers in Stardom that are in like the fucking early twenties and some of the best wrestlers in the world. It might be, you know, um, it might be someone like a Renarita or Yuya who hasn't been like on big stages for that many years, but like you see the progress that they've made in recent years, and you think that's just normal for everyone, but it's not, man. Not some people. Progress is just one of them. It's just developing talent. And Jade is definitely developing. It's not like she's regressing and mm. not making any progress. Like she's getting there and getting there and getting there, man. And um, I know I'm rambling a bit, but like with the kind of character that Jade is, I would say this all the time. And people, like some people, look at me a bit weird about it. It's like not everyone needs to be like great in ring. It's always going to be a bonus. Yeah. Like when you're someone like Jade and she's already the star that she is and it's probably only going to grow and grow and she's as charismatic and she's got the presence that she does, she doesn't need to be out there having four-star matches every week. It would be nice, but she doesn't need it, you know? For sure. So, <clears throat> Manny, what did you think of... Uh, what do you think of Jade Cargill these days? We know you're quite hard to uh, hard to impress, but... You got, what, what's, your, what's your quick, like, you know, free word take that you have on these things? Uh, He's thinking, though. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long journey for, uh, for when Chris gets back. So I, I really don't. I think they're really gonna keep having her just build up wins so Chris Allen gets back. That's. Mm-hmm. So I don't really I, think we're. Why do people think that? I just wonder because I keep seeing people say it online. Why do people think that it has to be Statlander? I think. Um, I think that's what just. I think that's what the original plan was, and I don't think Tony really likes to adjust for that. I don't think that was the original plan, honestly. I think people have just assumed that it, it was. I don't think that was the original plan. Well, here's the thing. I believe that the group chat 
whispers and rumors that were, float, that were floating around, you know? Yes. I'm not talking about like our group chats. I just mean like the, you know, like there's, there's a stuff that gets reported and sometimes you'll hear about it in certain group chats and stuff before, you know, like the whispers, I call them, you know, like rumblings and stuff. And there were definitely rumblings that um, Chris was supposed to, like there was something it was something to do with Thunder Rosa as well apparently she was meant to wrestle Thunder Rosa and there was like some weirdness there so the Chris was then meant to be facing Jade as kind of like uh, we'll do this instead sort of thing and then that obviously didn't happen because Chris got injured then I think there was a lot of fans that also just saw Chris naturally as someone that could stand up to Jay Cargill and like match her you know because she's so physically impressive as well um, there's that part of it and also, she's just like she was over, man, and she was changing her character and stuff like that. But yeah, one of the, one of the whispers was that you know she was meant to be doing a world total feud, and there was some politics or whatever there was with that. And then she was meant to be go instead of that, they were going to do the TN, TBS stuff, and obviously that didn't happen. And now she's now she's gone, you know. But well, she's not gone. That sounded very morbid. But um, she's she's on the shelf. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll you see, Jay, man. You think Jake gets a hundred wins? Hundred win? Nah, she's only that's I'm not fifty six. I think. Yeah, bro, that's like another like year or two. That's not like two years away. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Nice. I'd be surprised if she sees the end of the year. Honestly. Um, yeah. And um, even that's a ways away, bro. We're only in April. Um, I keep thinking it's gonna be Red Velvet too, but Red Velvet disappeared again. So. Nah, if it was gonna be Red Velvet, they've already beat it three times in this streak, and <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> Yeah, if it was ever going to be Red Velvet, they should have held off on that third match. I think it's three times they've had matches, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it's three. It's the well, if you if if you count the Shack match, it's three, right? Because right. it's the Shack match, then they had the match after that, and then they had mm-hmm. the title match. Well, if you fourth time, I put better odds on that. <laughs> she, she she saw the tape. She's already wrestled three times. Israel Adesanya. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, um, I, uh, and and I mean, like, I I get it. I get the appeal of Statlander. I just think people that keep going, <laughs> oh, it has to be Statlander. You have to wait till Statlander. And I, I don't think that's a good idea. I think that you can build somebody up before Statlander. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't right. think Statlander's going to be back anytime soon. So I I Ooh. don't think you should wait around for that. Um, I don't mind where Jade is. I think it was a huge risk to take somebody where she was in her career. She's still very new. And decide you're gonna make her like, like a yeah. big star and make her a champion, and not just make her a champion, make her at this point the longest reigning champion in your company. Um, in some ways, like that's something to be applauded. But like I said, that was a huge risk to put that much pressure on her right away. And I think that she's taken to it very well. I don't think that yeah. she's folded under the pressure. Um, I think if anything, they've kind of failed her in some ways, not Agreed. giving her the stories that. Um, that could have propelled this reign to be more special than it really is. Um, and that's not to say this reign isn't special, but I feel like it could feel like a bigger deal if they gave yeah. her more storylines. Um, but I thought this match and the, and the program were fine. I thought the program with Ty mm-hmm. is some of the most interesting stuff Jade has done in a while. Um, and I thought the match was good until the finish, but the finish makes me think there's going to be a rematch. Um, right. Maybe they're going to run this back at, at uh, double or nothing because Jade did have a streak for a while where she was on every pay-per-view. The last pay-per-view was the first time she wasn't on a pay-per-view. So maybe this is her their way of getting her on a pay-per-view. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I'm I'm not against it for sure. I think it's also worth noting, like, 
you know, two years in now for Jade, right? I think it was it was March 2021, right? I think it was when she debuted with the Shank match. And it's like, it has to be stressed also that this is not just any ordinary two years of professional wrestling, right? Because the challenge with Jade is to get Jade over and to do it correctly, she cannot be going 50-50 with every woman on the roster. She shouldn't be going 50-50 with hardly anyone. So the challenge is portraying her correctly while giving her a chance to learn, right? And that's always been the balance. Like, the best way for her to learn would be to have 10 matches with everyone, but that wouldn't do anyone any good in terms of getting the character over. So it's like, that's always been the juggling act. And, and I think they've they've struggled with it at times. I think Jade has adjusted well when asked to do longer matches. I mentioned the, the Battle of the Belts ones earlier. But yeah, I mean, it's also, that's got to be noted. Like, this is not like she's working four times a week, right? Like, it's a very different schedule. Yeah. It's a hard thing to do. So I, I think she's doing good. I agree. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, big yeah. fan. I- and to your point, I, I don't think she needs to be this amazing wrestling. I, I think the right. thing that she really does well, other than like the presence and like the promo stuff got better, but she's just really good at making the big moves look impressive. Like when she mm-hmm. pulled out that tour of the islands a few times, it looked great every time she did it. I thought the Canadian destroyer she did in this match looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, she always finds a way to make that pump kick look really, really hard hitting. Um, like I said, the only thing that's missing with her right now is just like that really good rivalry. And I just don't think yeah. she's had it yet. Like the, the velvet stuff is good, but I feel like it just she just needs more. She needs to start working the bigger stars yeah. in division. Yeah, Great. she needs um Yeah. Rock and Austin. Yeah, she she <laughs> You got tr- your Trish and Lita. You've got, you know, whatever you wanna whatever one you wanna throw out there. But it'd be nice if Jade had that, you know, um that opposite. I mean, it, it could be. I, I I know people, like I said, want the Statlander match, but I really think it's a good story of Athena going away after she got she lost to Jade and becoming this monster on ROH and then coming back to the main show and beating Jade. I think that's a really good story. I like it. I really want to see Athena. The heel dawn, I, mean. I want to see Athena wrestle Jamie on the on the, the main roster. I feel weird saying that, but either ways for anything to get Athena on TV. Anything to get more Athena, I think we're both on board. So, yeah. I'm How would it. you play that dynamic, Phil? Because Athena's like really, she seems to be like really like into the heel stuff, you know? And it's like, um, not with Jade, obviously, she's oh. like she's a heel, but like the people really enjoy her. Then, like, the story that you just said as well would put Athena like in a almost like a baby face, like, you know? I'm kind of interested to see how like that would play out if they did go for it. Um, well, I, mean, th- I think the thing about it is, yeah, we're supposed to not like Athena. She is a heel. But I think at this point, like, Athena's been one of the best things on Ring of Honor. Some mm-hmm. some weeks, she is the best thing on Ring of Honor. And I think a lot of fans appreciate that. Yep. So I think when she does come back to the main show, she's going to uh-huh. get a good reaction. And so, yeah, I think she can still do the heel stuff. But I think her getting that match with Jay, she's going to get a good reaction. And she's going to get an even better reaction if she somehow wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Athena's awesome. Like you said, genuinely like one of, if not the best of part of Ring of Honor a lot of the week. So, but, um, yeah, next up in Dawn, what we You don't have to be polite, Phil. She's the best by far. <laughs> she <is. laughs> She's, awesome, She's incredible really on that is. show. <laughs> she really is the MVP of that show. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, all right, so next up we had a, a Brit Baker and Jamie, uh, Jamie Hyatt segment where they kind of talked about the beatdown from last week and stuff and, you know, the done what they did. Uh, then we had a Jay White and Juice Robinson pre-taped promo. This was, you know, it was, you know, obviously they cut a promo, not Ricky and the boys. Uh, and uh, 
Yeah, man. It, like, it was a good promo, obviously. Like, they can talk, you know, but it's just like, it's just pre tape thrown in there, you know. It mm. wasn't exactly anything that significant. And obviously, we've already had the Jay Watt conversation. Um, next up, we had the main event, <clears throat> I believe. So, yeah, we had the main event yeah. next, which was uh, Kenny Omega and Takeshita versus Butcher and Blade. Um, they only had, like, by the time the bell rang, they only had, like, nine minutes or something to like, actually have this match. And I thought, oh, with yeah. that time, and considering that they were going to do an angle after it as well, so the match didn't even go to the nine, ten minutes, I thought it was decent for what it was. You know, it was a good little, you know, good little short match. Uh, and then, obviously, like, the big thing was the angle after the match where... Um, Shit, man, he recap this angle, man. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> that was, I, I that was an interesting what, call. Go ahead, Manny. <laughs> I didn't hear Brian dancing when he was. I didn't hear Brian dancing promo at all. I just saw him coming down with the screwdriver. I think he passed it to Moxley. They were they were holding Hangman, not Hangman, <laughs> Kenny down, and they were about to stab him, but they didn't. My boy Takeshi made the save, and then man, they just massacred him. I mean, it is what it is. You come back stronger, <laughs> but yeah. Um, the the promo I thought was great. Uh, I thought what Brian did coming down the ring was great. He he called Kenny an amateur, and he was like, Yeah, you what you got next to you is a prodigy. Um, and then he kind of flubbed his promo a little bit, but he recovered well. Uh, and he was saying, You know, if he if he uh trained with us. He could become better. He could become a star. But if he stays with you guys, he's going to be Nakazawa. He's going to be Brandon Cutler. It's not going to be anything special. He's just going to be one of you guys washing you wash up in the shower. I thought it was great. Um, it's great did heel he, stuff. Did he say it on TV or was yes. it on during the fight? Oh my god, okay. that was that was all during the promo. During the promo, yeah. <laughs> promo, you didn't hear, man. Yeah. Okay, Monty set me up on that. He knows I don't listen to the show without. Sound. That was like the equivalent. <laughs> It was, was quite a, spiteful. That yeah. was uh, grabbing a headlock with 1995 Sabu and being like, brother, what you got? Here we go. <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> <Manny? Manny? laughs> he said, he said, I don't know where we're going. You got any ideas? And Manny's fuck it, let me let me let me figure this out. Let's go. Incredible call. Yeah, and obviously yeah. there was the um there was the part of the angle where like, you know Takeshita gets it's not like Takeshita gets pushed or he pushes one of them and it's like um No, it was John Moxley actually. John Moxley pushed Takeshita oh, into <laughs> No, he's calling See, it the whole match. Yeah, you know, he's got, he's, got it, he's got it down now. But anyway, it looked like Takeshita, <laughs> you know, fucking set one of the elite guys up and the Blackball Combat uh, Club were trying to, like, celebrate with him. and kind of almost, like, induct him in and raise his arm and Takeshita weren't really feeling it. And like Manny said, man, you get what you get. It's a cold world out there, bro. And the Bruin, they got the screwdriver and they turned it on to, to, to Takeshita. And... um yeah, we went up with the show went off the air. We were literally Takeshita getting fucking <laughs> getting stabbed with a screwdriver. It's almost they, they definitely kind of ran out of time, you know, judging from the length of the main event and how the the angle went off air, you know. Um these that happens quite a lot with AW, I've noticed, you know. Uh, they're they're like three, four years into doing T V now. It's like Fuck, man. You know, you time out your segments properly. Fuck. I, I always blame MGF for it. I don't know if he has anything to do I've with noticed, it. I've noticed, yeah. <laughs> I've noticed you do that. No, but I I did like the little theory going on. Like, I saw on Twitter people saying, well, if you join the BCC, you have to bleed with them first. And they made uh, Takeshi bleed. So I'm kind of interested if they go back to that little tie-in at the end. And plus, that little, that little portrait he took at the end at, after that was awesome. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Go look for it. So, yeah, it's okay. Our uh, elite law specialist, Charlie, she's still absolutely convinced that um, Takeshita ends up in uh, the Blackpool Combat Club. Or at least she's conspiracy, uh, got conspiracy theories about it. So, um, um, no, yeah, I think that's still I, a... Go on. Yeah, I think there are, there's reason to believe that. Because I think mm-hmm. every time um, Don has brought him around, Kenny is just like, who is this guy? Like, basically, like, he's not shooing him away, but he's kind of looking around like, what, what is this? Like, <laughs> what, mm-hmm. what's going on here? And then, of course, I'm sure you guys have noticed, like, on BT, he's, like, constantly looking at his phone. It's like, who's he texting? I don't know. Maybe noted free agent, Kota Ibushi. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I can see him joining BCC. Um, I personally think, outside of MJF, BCC is the best heel act on the show, um, like, by far. Um and that was kind of my point with the Jay White stuff that it's just so many other good heel acts that are like ingrained in yeah. the company and they have like established um, storylines. So it's kind of hard to like just plop him in and get him something going right away. Um, but yeah, I think BCC is cooking. I think Kenny is cooking as a TV wrestler. I think one of the best thing to happen this year is getting him back on TV full time. Um, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like this... This is leading two ways because I I see <laughs> Charlie Charlie's with you, brother. You know, uh, but yeah, the, I, I see this two ways because Brian is still doing the regal stuff. I don't know if you guys noticed during the match, but he called a he called a scalloper man in the mask this week, and I was like, mm-hmm. he's still doing the callbacks to to regal. When is when is Mike's gonna get tired of that and kick his ass the fuck out of the group? And I think it's coming. It might not be coming immediately, but I think it's inevitably coming. Hopefully it happens. It. Hopefully it happens after Blood and Guts because uh, I need to see that match before he does it. So. <laughs> yeah, I think you're gonna get uh, Blood and Guts. Poland's well, mentioned two dollars. Just real quick, man. Uh, Takeshi was wearing blue, white, and gold. Someone may need to remind me why that's relevant. Um, Bushi. Yeah, Bushi. Was, he was wearing Bushi's color gear. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, yeah, but I, uh, our good friend Dukes was at the show yesterday, and he said this to yeah, they said that he. I think they alluded to blood and guts. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah so post I think that's where they hit. I mean, I think it's either that or they do. Um, I'm so glad they're being anarchy in the arena, even though that is awesome. But I'd rather I rather see that, them setting. I think they both come in. I think that might be the pay per view match, though. You know, because yeah, anarchy in the arena on pay. Like, look, man, I get what you're saying, Manny, but giving the elite. The freedom of anarchy in the arena could be incredible. I think they'll do it at Wembley. Um, no, I know. I'm all spent anywhere match they had with with Death Triangle in the Trio mm-hmm. series. Like that's what they did in that in like a middle of the TV show. Imagine them getting a pay- like thirty minutes on pay per view. You know, with the whole building access, it would be incredible. So, oh, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm really excited to see both, but I just want to see what Kenny Omega and the and then look like in a in a bloody sure. death match. So yeah. I think I think they'll do both, man. I think they'll do both. I think I think they'll do Anarchy at the arena, possibly at Wembley. Honestly, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me too much. Um, I'm not sure if that is the match I'd most ideally want to see out of this feud at Wembley. Obviously, the show that I'll be going to. Um, but I don't know. I, I think I think there's a chance that they do uh, Anarchy at Wembley. So um, yeah, blood and guts, Anarchy in the arena, those kind of things. That's that's what this sort of feud is, you know. Um, a lot, a lot of different wrinkles in it. Of course, Ibushi, what's Takeshi going to do? 
Master Dynamic with Danielson and uh, Mark's going to be like all the things that we've just mentioned. So it's uh, it's good it's good to have this with your main storylines, you know, like all these different wrinkles and stuff. Um, but yeah, man, that 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 was AW Dynamite, and we've got a few super chats. So if you go want to send some in real quick, then um, get them in right now, and uh, we will get through them real quick before we get out of here. Um, Glick Foley, uh, if you're still here, appreciate you waiting for ninety nine. Uh, if roster split is harder than we expect, how should they acknowledge it without a draft? We're to not address why certain guys are on certain days. Bro, I don't really think it's such a big deal. I think people aren't really going to. Yeah. Know. <laughs> I'm yeah, with I you, think you'll, you'll probably be okay. I mean, honestly, it has unofficially happened in the past. There have been fused that just lived on Rampage and it was never like It's yeah. just kind of how they. I don't. I, I think for like nerds like us, and I, I say that glowingly, including myself. You know, we'll notice because we are, in fact, sickos. But generally, I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Princess Diana, $5. H, your sister is perfectly capable of winning that tournament. It's <laughs> crazy. It's a crazy Uh Cast the shell, four ninety nine. appreciate it. Recipuris with a guest star. Absolutely. Uh, great stuff. Don't sleep on the Four Pillars tag match. Yeah, I think that'll be, uh, yeah, that'll be some good shit, good. man. Yeah. I think the, match is gonna, the tag match is going to be really good. Yeah, man. Um, trust the process, 499. Appreciate it very much. Long term booking. Jarrett finishes the story at All In and wins the tag belts. Finish the story. <laughs> he's been, he, bro, he's been chasing them, man. He's been chasing them. Um, appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, James William Ross, 499. Appreciate it. Uh, what's good? How come no one told me everyone could see more Twitter likes? <laughs> Y'all really did me dirty. Daxon Double J, real wrestlers, no flippity floppity. <laughs> JR. The key, is no, the key is no bro. selling. Bro, it's not even just his it's not even just his logs, bro. He'll retweet that WWE porn page, bro. Like, he, he uh he's savage on that Twitter app, bro. <laughs> that Jim Ross. <laughs> I know everyone's seen it. Joe's trying to no sell, you know. Did you see his response to it? God bless him. He's not hurt anyone. Leave him be. Exactly. You know, he's, he's just he's, he's very public. You know, of all the things to worry Not about with Jim Ross in twenty twenty three, his Twitter is the least of my concerns. I have to say, you know, hundred percent. When gets God back to being good on the TV show, we like always wishing him a yes, good health and all that good stuff. Always happy to see him and hear him. You know. My God, uh, Darren Walker, five pounds. Appreciate you. We need Dax Harwood versus Jeff Jarrett, best of seven series. Be a classic wrestling feud. You and oh. Jeff Jarrett, man. <laughs> I swear, Darren, he just circle back to the eldest bit, Darren. I can support that one more wholeheartedly. <laughs> just the process 34 499 again. Appreciate you. When Ibu cuts a promo on his affection for Pong equals put a shirt on. When Joe cuts a promo on his affection for Roddy equals empowering. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, Level, like, man. you know, Roderick doing like a Roderick, you know, strong stand bit in this day and age is daring enough that it, you have to kind of let me let me live on that one. You know, punk, I get it. I mean, I love it, but I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go again. You know, <laughs> it's tough, man. We've all talked about him enough at this point, but yeah, yes, this is correct. correct We've done well tonight, not mentioning him so much. I know. Yeah. I mean, I love yeah. him, but good lord. Yeah, yeah same, I, bro. Genuinely. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's part of where I'm at with it. I'm just ready for him 
because it's yeah. inevitable for he's coming back at this point. Exactly. I'm just ready to get him back on TV and see where we get from this. Like we did get a, a CM Punk chant this last night, which was interesting to see. I I, I had to like rewind and see what started it because right. um, I was just sitting watching it. It started. I was like, okay, what kicked this off? And it was really nothing. It was just the chant started it, and then. I know some people read it as the crowd was booing Punk, but it seems like the crowd was booing people trying to disrupt the show sure. with the CM mm-hmm. Punk chant. And so I'm still very curious to see how the AEW crowd is going to respond to him when he comes back. Um, I don't know, but that's part of my thinking with this hard split thing as well, that there's no way they're never going to use him on Wednesday nights. You're not going to keep him on Agreed. Saturdays every week. It's just not possible. If you're telling me this guy is your biggest draw, you're not going to leave him on Saturdays every week. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. yeah, I think it's weird too because after the the United Center show, the following week is on a is on a. Well, I gotta put parentheses, in, you know. Yeah. You know the next show is also in Chicago. I'm like, he has to be on that show too. Yeah. No way you don't do another Chicago show. He's not on it, so. Yeah, yeah, you can't be doing that's blasphemy. You know what I mean? Doing Chicago and not having CM Punk on it. That's that would be so wrong. Shout, you know. Shout, shout out to my co-host uh, Will Washington. We were talking about Wembley. And I was like, yeah, he'll be back by all in. So I'm assuming he's going to be on that card. And he was like, is he? I was like, they're not going to London without CM Punk. Come on, stop it, man. <laughs> he will be <laughs> on the card, man. Like, you're not going and doing your first international show as a company without CM Punk. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that was one. That was off. Go on, man. Go on. I hope he's ever been enjoying, man. I want to see the Tanahashi match still. I think he will give, because he's, him, he's due to come match. back. Like, Give him the Kenta match. I think well, the Kenta match will be cool, but Tana, Tana as well. I felt, I felt like that was robbed from, you know. But um, yeah. Anyway, Darren Walker, ten pounds. Appreciate you very much. At the weekend, be meeting Britt Baker, Jamie Hayer, Adam Cole, FDR on Sunday. Danielson too, and many more wrestlers in Manchester. Have any of you guys met any wrestlers? Any good or bad experiences? Um, any time I've met a wrestler, it's not been um, that exciting. You know, uh, it's. Uh, no one, no, no, nothing too, uh, nothing too crazy to report about Ruler. What about any of you guys? Nah, the, avoid the, them all costs. Stay away. Wrestlers the, dangerous. Don't. The, the closest thing I got to a celebrity was my friend meeting uh, Tim Duncan and telling and him telling him his story. He was on shrooms, and Tim Duncan just like, what? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wasted Tim Duncan's time with the shroom story. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tim Duncan wants to hear about when he meets you. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, no, I, I've met a few wrestlers. I sort of, I don't know. Um, well, it's not. It's nothing too interesting to say. It's dudes. I know? mean. It, it is dudes, but it is it is funny when I meet wrestlers that are like, "Hey, you do that thing," and it's like, "Nah, I'm I'm supposed to be excited that you do that thing." Because I've cool, seen man. people that are like, "Oh yeah, Grapsity," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, awesome, what are you talking man. about?" Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, yeah, man. It's um, it's uh, wrestlers, funny old, funny people, aren't they? you know. <laughs> <He's a boss. laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Enjoy yourself, um, though, Darren. It'll be, it'll be a good time, I'm sure. Yeah, I think just celebrities in general. It's like, uh, not, I've yeah, worked would... basically most of my adult life at nightclubs and stuff, and like it's you know quite a popular nightclub, and I've met loads of celebrities and stuff. So like, it's um, they're all just people, though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're all just like you, when you hear them like talking like normal conversations and stuff. It's all it, 
it hit me quite young where it's kind of just like, oh, they're fucking idiots as well, you know? <laughs> and stuff like, you know, a lot of things like that. And so, yeah. I don't know if I could tell that story. So, uh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe we have to refer that immediately made me think of a wrestler I met and it was just like the most random conversation we had. It was like Okay, that's the thing that happened. Um but nah man, look, I a lot of wrestlers are cool. I can't think of any bad experience off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I've had any bad experience meeting a wrestler. Um, yeah, so... I've heard people talk about them, but I've I haven't had anyone personally. Yeah. Well, uh, Manny was thinking about something. <laughs> you know, when I'm move it. in, it's, yeah. it's like terrifying. You don't know where he's going, but yeah. we'll move ahead. Yeah, let's move it on to the Super Chat before Manny gets his cancel. Uh, Lanier Harley, $2. Willow should have beat Jade months ago. Jade is a. Jade is stale, I think that's meant to say. Um, I think stale's a bit harsh. Um, yeah, she could definitely, that. definitely could be more exciting, but I think stale's a bit harsh. Um, Listen, yeah, man. I'm still into We're... it, man. I don't, maybe it's just me. They don't ever introduce any black woman in wrestler and just let her just go on this kind of run and let her beat everybody. So I don't think it's stale. I think it's like it's groundbreaking. Like we just don't see it anywhere else. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm with you, man. Um, yeah, shout out Jade. Uh, obviously, we just spent quite a minute talking about her, but I think we're all pretty decent souls fans of her and we think she can like, she's great man it's fucking jay cargo like it's any anything we'll say has already been said about her at this point you know um she's also but uh, yeah let's wrap it up we've done dino up we've done super chats um uh okay does anybody have any plugs phil i'll start with you the guest of course do you have anything you'd like to plug of course grapsody or anything else that you guys are doing um that is a weird day to plug Rhapsody, but sure. Uh, Saturdays at noon Eastern, a Fightful YouTube channel. Uh, you can find me, Righteous Reg, maybe Will Washington, question mark, tentative. Um, um, but uh, yeah, so check it out. Uh, check out my writing at Bleacher Report. Yeah, man. Uh, Joe, you've been busy with the pen the past few days. You got any, um, you got any plugs you want to do? I know it's been Roderick Strong Day, and I know you're... Uh, um, I know well, you don't do the big self-promotion stuff, but you got to promote that, brother, you know. You can go to my Twitter, at Joe Holber, but most importantly, support the great Phil Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And, specific plug here, um, I am headed to Paris, France tomorrow for a World Wrestling Federation live event. Why I'm going to Paris, France when they've been in England all week, you tell me. <laughs> I don't know, that's the life I live. If you're in Paris, France and would like a signed 8 by 10 uh, please send me a DM. I have, will have a reasonable price. Um, looking to build out a little merch stand there by the by the bar. So um, if interested, please do DM. Not sure what our viewership is like in Paris, France, but nonetheless, uh, we'll be bringing the eight by tens. So there you go, folks. See you there, Joe. While you're there, take a picture of the Eiffel Tower for me. Oh, I will. I'll be there, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Real Paris. Yeah. Feel Paris trip, you know. Manny, have you got anything you'd like to plug? Uh, just read my Lucha blog from the other. Not, Lucha not, blog, the, account, huh? not the account. Lucha my blog, huh? But my Lucha feature oh. from last week. Uh, Wonder what kind of moves you were making, bro. I know. We've got, another, we got another. we got another Manny. Uh, we got another Manny Lucha feature coming out Good. real soon as well. So, yeah, Manny's. Uh, Manny's also a bit busy with the pen and. Um, 
I just want to do a quick shout out to uh, Peach. Who's sometimes like you? Yes. If you if you watch if you watch um, these live streams regularly, you've probably seen her in the live chat, and that she's like, you know, she's definitely part of the fam. She's part of the community. Rest pure is hundred percent. And um, basically, she she done like this really cool project. And basically, uh, if you go to her Twitter, which is at Peach for Peeps. Um, the tweet will say, so, hi everyone, I did my final project for my writing for the media class on WrestlePurist Law and ended up being really proud of it, so I wanted to share it here too. Really, if you'd like it. Um, it's basically just kind of, like it says, it's like this uh, really cool, well-written article about like, WrestlePurist Law and like, you know, uh, like, what WrestlePurist is and about some of our like podcasters and personalities and about, like, how we all met together in the spaces and how we've like, got this community now, you know. And uh, it's just really cool to see somebody do that, you know, and uh, even think of us to do like, one of their, like, projects for class. Like, it is really humbling. And just the, even just the content of it is just, like, really humbling to see, you know. Um, That's awesome. The description of Worldwide, which reads as follows... An international grasping perspective on variety of topics ranging from WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, and occasionally vintage promotions, which is a very polite way of saying four dipshits read super chats and talk about Ricky Steamboat. Way too kind. I loved it. <laughs> awesome, awesome thing. Really did pop me. Yeah. Everyone go check that out. Yeah, honestly, awesome stuff. And uh, like I said, really humbling and just really appreciate anyone that would do anything remotely close to something yeah. like that. You know, um, awesome. We love Pete right now. So, um, but yeah, let's let's wrap this up. We've done the plugs. Thanks everybody for watching. Of course, please like, subscribe if you haven't already. We really appreciate that stuff from you guys. It always goes a long way, especially the likes. If you haven't, um, you know, if you're already subscribed, hitting that like button always goes a long way. Um, thank you for the super chats. Always appreciate those too. But you know, this has been myself, Manny, Phil Lindsay, Joe Hulbert, and uh, we'll catch you tomorrow uh, around. I was going to say six, but Rampage, we'll give you a time, you know. We'll give you a time tomorrow and we'll check be back. Check your local with, uh, listings. Yeah, check your local <laughs> listings. Check the at WrestlePurist page and uh, you'll get a time for Unpurist tomorrow with the usual guys. Uh, but, yeah, again, thanks for watching. Peace. Mm-hmm.